sir. Back again. Welcome back to the Rob Garage podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about the socioeconomic impact on post-fascist modern war. Chris, I'm going to start with you. <laughs> don't start with me. <laughs> don't. I don't know what you just said. We're, we're going to go. We're going to go NPR for this episode. Okay. All right. Welcome back. Quick roll call. Black uh, one. Hi. Hey, Rob. Christian. Hi. It's the three piece again. Getting our momentum back. Yep. In the new this year. This is uh, number three, three in a row. row. Yes. How about two. that? So we were having a bit of an internal conversation about how we want to structure the show here. Yeah. Um, a lot of, lot of debate and banter about the length of our show. Uh, do we want to chop this up into more consumable nuggets? Do we like the two hours? Um, as we know, uh, it's a bit of a drive for the, for the fellas to come into Philadelphia every weekend. Uh, selfishly, it's extremely easy for me. <laughs> yeah, but, you roll but out I try, in your sweats and I, get over here. I, yeah, but I try to at least, you know, when I can, wait, head out to the OC. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. Put a pin on in that. Is that the right? Is Put that a pin like? In? Is that a business talk? Like the right lingo? Uh, no. What, we, Put a like, pin on that. No, no, no. What we say is like uh, we're going to circle back. Okay. Yeah, circle gonna, back to that for a second. We're going to circle okay. back to that and take your phone calls in just a minute. I did. <laughs> I did see this week something about like because lately you've been in really into sweats. Mm-hmm. Um. So you're wearing four, these four way stretch. Are those sweats you're wearing start like? Is it like a? What the fuck are they called? Lululemon? Yes. Lululemon. Is it? What the fuck is that? Oh, my God. You are fancy. Those are like $75 a piece. Right, $100. I need to defend myself here. Shit. I need to so defend. So these, tell Rob what they are. So, Rob, Lulu you know how me and you would just get sweats? Because they're like, yeah, whatever. They're yeah. fucking sweats. At I like can't find regular Coles ones anymore, actually. Or something, I right? A $35 pair of dicks, and I wouldn't have bought no, them. No, not I this had guy. A... That's why this guy wears them to, like, Christmas parties and shit. Because they're like... <laughs> Yeah. You, you got to get your money's worth. Do they have them in red? <laughs> red Go ahead. Sweat what, what's your defense on? Listen, I was um, I was super against. Uh, it, well, listen, fashion as a whole, I think, is probably the most ridiculous industry of all industries and what makes things popular. So I can go on my soapbox and talk about the ridiculous fashion trends and and what have you. And I think we can all agree that. You know, it, it, it's an absurd, it, it's an absurd societal thing where Is you need to like keep up through fashion, accessories right? Accessories and everything too. Accessories, or? you know, like the big one right now for me is the Yeezys. Kanye West sneakers. <laughs> are you are you guys familiar? Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. so far out of that world. I All have right. no idea. I mean, we're, we're two years into this whole phenomenon where it's not uh, the trend is tapering off, but Yeezys are like these disgustingly futuristic. You never saw them? No, not that I, I probably have, but I don't know what I was they looking look at. Like, they look like, they look like socks. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> but now they're, they, they've got, oh, these are this, not what I thought they look like. Well, those are oh, the Oh yeah, Yeezys. those are the yeah. ones I, they kind of look like, but yeah. now, but Sock now the Yeezy 500s are, and these look like moon boots mm. and there's just no stop. But because it's a trend, and, and Kanye West is behind. And, and that's the other thing. Like, I don't want to support necessarily. I don't know Kanye. Whoa, what um, the fuck? That's how much they cost? Yes. <laughs> please break down the whole. <laughs> All right. Wait, you guys I circle back to this other talk. So, Oh, circle back. That's <laughs> good corporate jargon. Why are sneakers that expensive? Why do they run in fads like this? And why, I, please, I African-American people who are. Why, do they, why are they so important that you wear them once and not, not again? I don't get it. 
Well, you know, you got to. You don't want to dirty them up, right? Yeah, you don't want to dirty them up, and then you have to match your hat with the colors Fuck like that. I never. I like my sneakers dirty. <clears throat> so me too. Then but you'll you'll love this. That's so, taboo. I guess I'm not. You'll love this, Rob. Uh, so if you notice the site that these are listed on, it's it's called StockX. So StockX is a sneaker exchange platform. So it's literally the stock market for sneakers. So here, I'll, I'll, I'll click on the link. You can buy, sell, trade sneakers. You can bid on sneakers. Um, but all of these, all of, and I've, I've full transparency here. I, I have purchased <laughs> sneakers off of StockX because, um, you know, if you want, you know, like a unique color combination that like you can't find anywhere, you can hop onto StockX and, mm-hmm. and you'll find them. They'll so custom make them for you? Is it? Well, they won't custom make them, but, but like they have every combination. Sneaker heads throughout the world are posting their stuff here. And then, um, so you can find like, you know, back in the day we used to walk uh, in Washington Square in, in, in the village in mm-hmm. New York City and find those sneakers, like the Asian sneaker stores. This is the modern day version of that. So if you wanted a, you know, a maroon and white pair of suede Pumas, you can find them on StockX. You go down 8th Street in Manhattan, <laughs> there's all yeah. those shoe stores. But that's crazy. Can you find like a Cleveland brown pair? Like you can get the brown and orange shit, like, like you can literally dial in. Or how about an old 70s Astros kind of rainbow color shit? Did you know that De La Soul had a pair of Nike Dunk Lows? <laughs> like you could find anything. But they're you can't buy them now, right? They're outdated. No, you can. So, oh, but shit. It, so five hundred and fifty-five. So, but that's the lowest ask, meaning oh. that like somebody has put in a bid, or the seller will not take anything below five hundred. So you need to bid and over. So the highest bid right now is four hundred and fifty-one dollars, um, but the seller is not even going to talk to you until you you hit five hundred, and then you can see it. It shows some data like the last pair that were, were sold were for $550, $555. And it even shows like the percentage of um, decrease or increase in, in how well they're trading. This is like the, uh, I don't remember what, there was a show, like a documentary series or something like that. And they went around and there's these vintage stores or something that people open up. Yeah. They're selling old sneakers and jerseys and shit like that or weird stuff. Well, like, I mean, it, the, like the, the culture. box and yeah. shit like it mashed all that weird shit together. Yeah. I, I don't know. You don't know what I'm talking about? Like no, they, I mean, I know like this whole phenomenon of they're called sneaker heads, right? And so there are stores that are opening up that are culture and you know, this is all social media driven right like, like mom Instagram. and pop though like the one i know in brick has kid like basically they're 20 yeah. somethings yeah. opened it up i don't know where they got their inventory or yeah or why people buy this shit i don't i don't get it this is a first world fucking issue right here oh sure is jesus sure Christ. is and i love that you guys are nowhere near this and this is not a part of your every day like this like this is in my face constantly well just because just being be- in the city or yeah that and and just like following trends you, oh, you but get, so you yeah. so sorry, but yeah. you can't buy this five hundred. I mean, those daylight high tops right here. I if mean, you they bought are them, dope. yeah. But <laughs> if you bought them for five hundred dollars, you're yeah. not wearing those fucking things, right? It's like a trophy, it, probably. Yeah, like you'll you'll wear it like one night out and then put them back into your well, hermetically you get sealed up or gum on the bottom or homeless see, 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 but shit. Now, but now there's an entire industry for sneaker cleaning products, mm-hmm. so. There's like this company called Rejuvenate. Yeah. <laughs> so they sell these kits and multiple kits. So you can buy just the scrub. You can buy the whole 
you know, uh, entire kit for like a hundred dollars of all sneaker. Uh, never. Okay. Well, another question. Yes. What if you were to buy like something off of here that you think is uh, nice and whatever right now, and then like you, me personally, yes, you, yeah. and then you like kind of wore them once, kind of put them, tucked them away, spent a lot of money on them. Would you return and put them on like five, six, seven years from now, or are they going to be like outdated? Or are they kind of cool retro now? Me Someone can be like, shit, you bought that 10 <laughs> years ago? Yeah. I I buy things to wear them like practically, right? Like I'm yeah. not I'm not investing in sneakers. Like no. it's it's a fucking it's a thing. It's real. Like people yeah. can there's yeah, there's okay. a kid like a 13-year-old who down in Miami was doing this like trading sneakers, finding sneakers and then selling them to celebrities like mm-hmm. DJ Khaled and the kid's a millionaire, right? Like so I'm not shitting on the industry and like the hustle well, it's of like, like it's I'll just shit like on it face, for you. it's like collectible, any collectible. But like here, yeah. I bought I bought these. I love these Adidas. Mm-hmm. And you can't find them because, and these are Pharrell Williams, right? So they're lightweight. They're like slippers. They're perfect. And they're 60 bucks, but you can't find them. So I have like four different colors. Your sweats cost more than your sneakers. See, but I balance out my outfit. You know what I mean? Like I'll cap out. Like I'll never have $200 worth of gear on. Mm. You know what I mean? Like what? I'm fucking lost. What do you mean? So like you can you, buy, like say. Oh, uh, wait. No, this is me- 250 worth. I got to back it down a little bit. Not no. that I, I don't think like that, but I'm just but, saying like Chris thinks that I have, you know, this high couture closet full of Versace. I do. I think you have a walk-in. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Come I on. do. I kind of do. I, I think mean, I, I, so, so what I'm saying, Rob, is like, sure, my sweatpants may be $70 sweatpants, mm. but I have a $2 t-shirt and, and $40 sneakers. Oh, I thought you meant as a rule. So like, I never go no, above $200. No, 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 no. Like I don't. I don't have, and like I said, Chris, like who you want me to be the, is the exactly Italian. who you are. No. Okay. But I wear the same shit every single day. We talked about this. All right. So how many of these lemon pants do you own? I own three. Three. Three pair. And they're, they're a bit of an investment because that's what I wear. And so, so would Rob, you go and use them for the purpose that sweatpants are for, for like running around? Loungewear. I, so you see me in these yeah. all the time. This is exactly what I do in them mm. because they're they're dynamic in, in sort of versatile in range. Would you, you jog get, in them? No. But they're sweats. I, I see, but that's I would I I would wear other sweats if I So you're really essentially just paying I don't know, for I pants. think yeah, like I don't know if they're seventy five bucks, but just say they are. Saying $75, you're essentially paying so you can wear sweatpants all the time? Correct. Okay. And the material, well, I get that. I the, materi- the material is what's called four-way stretch. So it's very comfortable. You know, you can stretch, stretch, <laughs> stretch it out. Um, they have different styles. You know, there's like zippered inside pockets so you don't lose your stuff. Very versatile. I'm so far and, from and that. The amount of time that I'm stuck on an airplane, these are the pants oh, that yeah, you sure, want to wear. You think I could get off wearing these kind of pants? Yes. I don't know. They're, they're kind of... I don't, I don't. What's wrong with them? No, I, they're just. I, I don't, don't know if they fit my look. Yeah, I don't. I don't normally like things. Let's that talk tape, about your look. Okay. <laughs> down. Uh, shoot. <laughs> How would you just describe Chris's look, Rob? I don't. I wouldn't say terribly dissimilar to my own. It's kind of like you find something you like. You, yeah. you got your jeans and t-shirts, guys. Yes. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yeah. Now, now let me ask you, yeah. what kind of dungarees are you wearing, Chris? They're just cheapo jeans, but I do wear... They Thong? are, but what? they are very... They are slim fitting. Okay. 
So what, are they Levi's? Are they old Nate? Like, where, what's the brand? I don't know, honestly. I swear, I don't, I don't, don't, know, I don't know. Look I don't, at his Heine. I don't They're know mine are. All right. They are from Colts. Yeah, that's okay. where I got it too. Colts, you get more bang for your buck. Like, I get it. You can piece together some shit here and there. I Target. I love buying clothes at Target. I love Target gear. Really? I don't know. What Absolutely like. love Target gear. Really? I, I, truth. Well, that surprises truth. me. Because your 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 judgment of me is so far off, and I know what you Look, want. I, I don't judge you because like I'm looking down. I it's just no, I know after knowing you for like thirty plus years, I just it's from it's just stuff I witness. And I from afar, <laughs> from afar, and based on stereotypes, you've never, never been in my closet. <laughs> so right, circle back. Okay, let's. Can well, you get these? Can you get these uh, ZZs or whatever the oh. they're called? Lulu, Lululemon. Any of these things on Canal Street with a different name? Well, the joke, the, the running joke of last year to me was that everything is now four, four, four by or four way stretch. Mm. So it's the material, right? So mm -hmm. Lululemon was basically the name brand that I don't want to say invented it, but made it, you know, pretty mainstream that this stretchy material. But now any level of retailer from Target to Walmart to will have this four-way stretch material. Th yeah. This is why I wear them, you know? And so durability, you know. I will not bring myself to shop at a Walmart. No. Okay. No. And not, not because of... Even with four-way stretch red, wet, red pants? Fuck sweatpants. Walmart. They destroy the country. <laughs> now they're not even close to Amazon, but... Yeah. So... So... Circling back, as you say, Chris, I I do wear Lululemon. That's so what and I, I was talking about, and and, and I have a couple of different versions. To, you know, two different colors, some with the tapered ankle. You know, the other one, the other ones wear business casual. They look like jeans, so they they're called five pocket pants. No, really, you can. But they have that style, oh. and I have a pair. Of you those. would would you wear this kind of stuff to go networking and meet a client at dinner? Yeah, because everyone, like a lot of professionals are wearing this stuff now. Oh. Do they it, make ass I do orange? like a sweatpants casual world. I like the idea of it's it. It's phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> I like, take back everything I say. And, and now, because the machines listen, once you go on yeah. Instagram, you're going to start seeing all these advertisements of four-way stretch. Like, there's suit companies that are made out of this. All right, like, well, that's so, an experiment. We're going to see if they're going to try to sell it to Rob's Garage Instagram account Ooh. based on this alone. Yeah, that is an ad. All right, what, what am I circling back to? Uh, the, oh, the, you were talking about the uh, our ideas of brainstorming for the show and lengths, which I really wish that somebody could, um, like, we got feedback, what people prefer. It was like well, fa these fan ones. of the year, Gavin. Gavin is the fan of the year, also a colleague of mine professionally. Mm -hmm. He absolutely loves the show and just... I wish he would work on the show with us. He would. He, he absolutely he, would. Well, once we live stream, we'll need him once we kind of get the camera gears. Well, ask him what he thinks about shorter shows. I did. Or, yeah. He basically, he's like, don't change. Don't change. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he likes <laughs> it, but he's not, you know, like it, it's obviously. I guess it he's is that don't, head. don't, don't. But if you're in a car. Don't fix what's not broke. Right. But like from a listener. Well, maybe it has always been broke. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, we, we love you just the way you are, Chris. Um, and the show. So, but the point is this, I think from a listener perspective, it's not going to matter if, if you have an hour of time or two hours in your car, if you, if you listen to one episode or four, 
It's still the it, you know it's still a, a measure of time. The point being, respectfully, is your time and the effort that it takes to yeah leave your family, come in here, dedicate six hours well, in let's, total. Let's be real and transparent because that's what we are here, right? Yeah, I thought I thought we were. Yeah, no, we are. So it's. Also, there's many weekends that's hard for us to get together. So it would be a thing that we'd be able to film more. If we can record shorter shows, we'd be able to film in. That's week, right. The week, the week. That's right. So we, the listeners at home would always have something. But, you know. We could uh, split the difference and do it at the Evergreen Dairy Bar. Mm, where's that? You pass it all the time on the way out here. That oh, that oh, the place on 70? Fucking place yeah. that, or we could just do it in the woods. that would be cool (laughs) speaking of on location shows so last night i was running some errands in the old neighborhood down in old city here in philly Uh, i run into a buddy of mine uh dave who owns the glory beer bar and kitchen on second and chestnut street Oh yeah so i uh i i pop in for a pint we catch up i haven't seen him in a while i feel like it's like every six months I'll, i'll go in and uh, check out the bar and you know he if you are a beer fan and you don't want to deal with the obnoxiousness of monks belgian beer bar in, in philadelphia i i would say the second best beer bar in philadelphia is is glory um there's there's my plug in the promotion nice. not only you know because i love dave and his bar but uh his beer list is insane. So anyway, uh, we were we were he was asking about the show, asking about you guys because one of the things he does, he only plays vinyl in his bar, ah, and, and so there's no jukebox. Cool. <laughs> so he has a shelf full of records, and then he has one shelf under a, a dim light that shows the record that's being played in the bar. And does he play the record all the way through? Yeah, it never yeah. never like all right. I'm yeah, gonna play we'll just play it through. So like when I showed Took up, my idea he had ZZ Top. Playing. Really, and then once that ended, he put on uh, was it Thin Lizzy or Tin Lizzy? Tin Lizzy. Tin yeah. Lizzy? Uh, anyway, so he's like, "Hey, I have a solid '90s indie collection." He's like, and, "But he said I can't find any ride." I'm like, "Well, let me ask my friends. I mean, these guys, I'm sure they probably have like four backups of." <laughs> I actually don't. I have a I very, have I have a, a very small starter lines. collection that yeah. I just you know. But but the point being, he he was asking about you guys and if we were still doing the pod because he remembered that us talking about oh, it. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, actually, when what days do you work? And he's like, I I'm back to working my my old shift on Saturdays, so mm. he works the full day Saturday. I'm like, well, could we post up and do a show? And he's like. I would love that. Like, I, I there's nothing would make me happier. If you right, let's do it. Right. Yeah, we should totally do that. So you might have to grab Gavin for that one, though, in case there's like yeah. sound issues in the bigger room with yeah. other people. Yeah. I don't plus, know what we could do, but it might be helpful. Plus, getting another person in here to help run that would maybe free you up, slide over. Yeah. Yeah. Have, applications you, you now. would just have an, you would just have the mic. You'd be freed yeah, up. So I'm I'm a much better guest than I am. Interviewer. <laughs> a lot of times, I was what I was getting at earlier is that I r- realized this week I kind of had a revelation that every time I kind of have ideas, because I, I mean, let's face it, I do. I have like lots of like ideas, like oh, maybe we could try this or that or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I realized that this is your job every day to just kind of just go, yep, mm-hmm, that's something we could do. <laughs> Is that is that how you? That's what you do with like well, your I mean, employees. I, just, I huh? have to, I have to make decisions all day long. But you, like, but 
I realized that everyone when, has a voice. Yeah, but yeah. that doesn't mean that the voices are heard. Well, no, 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 no. I, I make sure. Am that I blowing heard. up your spot here? No, not oh, at all. I mean, okay. we, we can talk about leadership skills and you know how I am as yeah. a as a business owner and entrepreneur. But mm. everyone has a voice, and I absolutely consider everyone's opinion and and strategies. Do I implement them all? No. I mean, yeah, but I have to make those decisions, mm. and I try a lot of things. Just seems like you shit on all mine. <laughs> Do I? Is that is that how I make you feel? Do I? Did I hurt your feelings? Yeah. I'm sorry, Chris. Is it straight shit on, or is it just more like a? Yeah, yeah, that's nice, Chris. I mean, yeah. there's nothing like there's nothing that you say you that know, I this go. This is no. supposed to be a democratic thing. What? This this whole thing. This, what's the not democratic about it? You being the boss. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's you know I'm just a natural born leader, Chris. I I don't know what to tell you. I'm really sorry. So ne next idea that you have uh, okay. that I really shit on, you know, let's let's circle that and point it out because I don't think it's happened yet. <laughs> right, this is again. This is another stereotype that you're trying to force me into. Like That's just create this fucking snow job image. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, the uh, Instagram account right now really shat on those ideas. Why? What do you mean? I think I think you're doing a phenomenal job, or our social media manager is doing fantastic, implementing your strategy, Chris. Yeah. The you know impressions are up. Yeah. We're getting a lot of comments on the on the humor. Yeah. I you know, but here I am, the tyrant <laughs> shitting on that. I'm like, <laughs> shut down the account. <laughs> Sometimes I just feel like I have to go, you know, I had to, me and Rob kind of like in the back, we were like, you think we should bring it to his attention? Like our thoughts? And yeah, it's just, do I email him? I don't know. Yeah. yeah like your drive in every yeah. day is like strategizing. Okay. All right. We're really going to have to walk on eggshells when we present I've this because he's going to fly off the handle. Knock on your office door. <laughs> you tell him. You tell him. <laughs> Sir? Sir? <laughs> we were just thinking, um... <laughs> uh, so anyway, so listen, maybe we give it a shot. Maybe we just do another 20 minutes and break and, you know, reboot another we episode. We didn't even do anything in this one. See what I mean? <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like if we do our, we're, we're halfway, we're at the halfway mark. We're but I do, I do like the idea of being open and talking, you know, like everything that we would talk about off air. This is what we talk about. That's our that's our show. I know. That's everything. Uh, welcome gotcha. back. Yeah. Welcome back. I also decided to listening to some of the last episode, and I apologize to everybody at home that listens to this about my stories. Chris, are you going through like a, a, a <laughs> existential crisis right now? What's the matter? Yeah, what, right, talk yeah, to me. Why don't you sad. lay down? Lay just down. Get sad. the Rob. Help him. <laughs> What's going on? Is seasonal depression kicking in? That is real. No, but I I realize that I do have a problem with telling stories. Like my <laughs> stories, like go into like areas that I like. It, Alzheimer's runs in my family, oh, like God deep. Bless in, you. Yeah, I'm such a buzz buzzkill. I think we um, gotta try some mushrooms, neuro regenerates. 
Will it help with stories? Yeah, well, it might help with your Alzheimer's. It'll it'll help. It'll, it'll help you. Yeah, and it'll help with your insecurities because it'll. Oh, it'll, I don't have insecurities. I never through. did. I never had insecurities. Wow, and I'm the cocky one. <laughs> I just never did. I don't have insecurities. It's not that everyone does. Come on, I guess I do. Probably everyone but does. I don't really have too many. That's good. What's your biggest insecurity? Um, Mr. Transparency. Come on. Well, I talked about it last week, probably going into that gym and trying to lift weights like on day one. <laughs> I thought you were going to say your flat butt. Well, I've current, I've lived with it, so I, this is the only butt I know. You, you were born with a flat butt? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it didn't go somewhere. I have a friend. He's a, uh, he's a scout for yeah. the Cleveland Indians, and uh, we were at a game one time, and we were watching uh, – batting practice Mm -hmm. and so he's doing his like reporting Mm -hmm. you know like real quick and uh he just turns he's like yeah high pockets on that one i'm like high pockets like what the hell does high pockets yes yeah he's like that's the kind of body type that you want because they break down everything when they scout oh yeah so there's this term for guys with like a bulging butt and like you know yeah they do that for pitchers in high school because they you want to project what their bodies will become like yeah Five, six years later. So he was like, Derek Jeter is like the quintessential high pocket. That's what you mm-hmm. want. And so meaning that the back pockets of your pants yeah. are high. Okay. God, that- I would never. I could have been awesome at baseball. They wouldn't even give me a shot because I'd have like flat from my <laughs> back <laughs> all would, the way down to my socks. You'd be, be like, no, no, no pocket. Yeah. <laughs> so what was that? Negative you pocket. You know, this, this shortstop's pretty good, but he's got no pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't think you should not make the major leagues because of minus ass. I'm just saying, like, there aren't a lot of them out there, though, are they? Well, high, high pocket, no, no butt, with no ass. Yeah, they all have big butts. Yeah, shit. See, and I'm all torso. That's why I never made it beyond college athletics. That's why, because I'm all torso. You mm. could have been a swimmer. I've got, I've got really stumpy. That's legs. what I. That's usually my go-to joke with me. The swimmer. Yeah, that I have a swimmer's body, but I don't even <laughs> have a swimmer's body because those dudes are jacked. And you're usually tall and cut, like all torso, isn't it? Like more yeah, like broad shoulders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I really got none of that either. Man. What kind of? What kind of? I don't know. You're like a lawn dart guy. I, I don't know <laughs> what I'm. My body's so fucked up. I'm like the kind of guy like I could still like do weird things like uh, jump up, climb a tree. Like my wife, like we were putting like lights up on the tree. For Christmas and I'm shit like in the, the front yard. I'm the kind of guy that can climb a tree. I can. I can still, in my 40s, still climb trees like it's nothing and shit. That's great. Yeah. Maybe you should be an arborist, right? Is that what it's called? I don't know. But my wife, I'm like, you got to help me down. This is like a couple of days ago. We were taking the lights down in front of the house, and I climbed the tree to get the shit off, like way fucking high branch. This is a story that I'm nervous about telling. Because I feel like I'm going to lose track. Yeah, you're doing fine. I wasn't going to call it out. Okay. You're self-conscious. Oh, boy. Okay. So anyway, I started taking the shit down, and my wife was like, I see you fiddling with something over there. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) That's the sound (laughs) releasing (laughs) of an air, uh, a a hot air balloon. Chris's storytelling. (laughs) Sucks. Well, no, this one I'm very trying to keep my brain on the subject that I'm. Oh, <laughs> so you're doing fine. This doesn't help my confidence at okay. all. All right, 
So you were, what kind of, what, number one, how tall was your Christmas tree? No, it's not, I'm not climbing a Christmas tree. I'm climbing <laughs> the tree in the middle of my yard. How tall is uh, your Christmas tree? Who the fuck climbs a Christmas <laughs> tree? <laughs> I can fucking hug it and just fucking like monkey up to the top That's right. of it. Well, you say, did you, did you not say Christmas lights? Yes, I meant in my fucking front yard. <laughs> I want to know. I mean, you've got a $50 million. Dollar. Oh, I'll put the star on and I fucking <laughs> climb up like a fucking monkey all the way to the top. And well, shit. what did you do? How did you get stuck? We have to have a big tree. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, what did you do? How did you get stuck? Oh, no, I could climb. Well, I got like the step stool and I got all the way to the top of the fucking tree. And I was like, you know, I branch to branch i'm cool up there i'm like, like a really, monkey yes i'm really fucking good like that i can win some fucking competitions with my uh agility Ooh. but coming down is a bitch so you didn't put a star on your front christmas tree your no, front but lawn. i had lights way the fuck up there so i was like trying to like take the lights down and i can get all the way up but coming down is a bitch and i'm, I'm like telling my wife i'm like you, you gotta like help me get down and she's like why you're like a monkey you can get all the way up i'm like i can't fucking jump like 20 feet down now that wouldn't work did you slide did you like hold the the ream of lights and like scale down like a mountain climber no i had to get a <laughs> ladder and like gracefully come down like an old man <laughs> but going up is fine well listen if you had high pockets you wouldn't be able to climb that tree it's so i mean it's your sleek design your aerodynamic flat butt let you go up between the branches and yeah. Anyway, th I don't know where the fuck I why I was talking about this, but I was saying about my stories usually drift off into like what happens is I <laughs> Sorry, keep going. It's fascinating. You can't do it yet if I know All right. my my point. All right. I usually tell a story and I apologize to everybody because I usually have an idea where I want to go with it. But then I start thinking of side things. It's like, almost again like a tree and I start thinking of the purpose of it and then all these like branches start coming off of the story and i lose track of what the fuck i'm talking about so i'm gonna leave this storytelling to you and rob because you guys are you guys excel in it <laughs> well, thanks you're not just you're, 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 you're not as bad as you chime think. in when i want to this say is something. I, I am proud of you for disclosing your your massive insecurity with your storytelling but i i'm here to support you <laughs> Your it's voice, not really insecure. You're, it's you're just kind of knowing what my limitations. I just want you to know your voice is heard, and I accept you. Is this okay? what you do with your voice? That's right. Do you, I, that's why I have a couch in my office. Come Shit. lay down. Shit. We should do me. the podcast in there. <laughs> <laughs> that was, you know, that was another suggestion. Gavin wanted to do it in there. Oh, like yeah. just, I think because we could just leave the equipment up. I wouldn't have to like well, you know, assemble it. it each There's time, something businessy and like uh, real about this room, though. You know what I mean? Oh, like as much yeah. as I love Rob's basement and things like that, it, this kind of feels uh, legitimizes. Well, I think it. the yeah. table does too. In the yeah. I mean, the room, obviously, but but uh, having a you know a discussion table where we're facing each other. Yeah, it looks, yeah. this looks like we pay for this thing. And, and <laughs> Somebody the, does. And the wicker furniture. <laughs> yes, I mean that kind of thing. Did you have a discussion? Did you bring the chairs like? Here, here is a perfect example on how I listen to my colleagues. They were complaining about the chairs that we mm -hmm. had and my back, my this. Hey, these are looking worn down. You know, these aren't the best chairs. When can we upgrade? And one magical day, everyone comes into the office and there's 15 new chairs in the office. 
Because I listen. Yes. There you go. Okay. Well, that's great and all, but did you say, like, all right, did you bring in the new chairs and be like, here we go, and then they're like, oh, this guy's awesome. He brought us new chairs, and then they sit on, and then they're like, fuck, I wish we had the old ones. Why uh, didn't no, we get these wicker ones? Here's here's what I did. I brought two styles in, yeah. and I, I assembled them myself, and I said, here's one style A and style B. Which one do you guys like? And they chose. They all said these? Yeah. That was a unanimous? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. What about that one out there that looks like rubber bands? That's that's Gavin's because Gavin is a very particular person when it comes to his seating. Did and he, he, see, that? I that appreciate pre, that. That predated the new chairs. Oh, I never noticed. He, he, that's like the unicorn of chairs in this office. Yeah. But I, I bought it for him. That chair? He, he was complaining like his, you know, he, it was not ergonomic and, you know, his ass hurt and all of that. And I said, well, pick your chair and I'll get it for you. He doesn't fall through that thing. You've never met Gavin. No, I haven't. He's he's like six <laughs> six eight a hundred pounds. Yeah, the, he, you you he guys fall and that you guys thing. could wear the same t-shirts, Chris. Ooh, he's another extra small guy. He should fall through that thing then. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. Well, that's nice. You got to. Yeah. He can't wait to meet you guys. Where is he? I don't know. I I, I can call him. <laughs> But yeah, no, we'll uh, we'll have him in here, and he'll be the real engineer eventually. Once we uh, once once we blow up, yeah. So start listening, people. <laughs> We're telling so people about this. I know a lot of people listen to this because you can tell by the numbers. All right, Chris, we have 15 minutes left of the show. What do you want to talk, talk about? <laughs> yeah, fuck. Where did, so what you get? You bounced out of here uh, last week and went to a bar. You didn't get home right away, right? Because that game was crazy Last on the way week. home. No, I, I ran errands. So that was my, you know. We left here, and it was 24 to nothing. Yeah. Yeah, and it was crazy. by the time we got to the circle, it was 27-24. It yeah. was insane. No, that, that's kind of like the arrangement that I have with my, my family, right? Like, if I'm ducking out to do something personally, like, because, again, not to beat a dead horse here, yeah. but because of my business and my lifestyle, like I'm just always gone. And yeah. so it's moving into our family dynamic. And so, but when it comes to something like, I'm sorry to say, Chris, you know, this, this fun hobby that we do, <laughs> Chris hates when I call the show a hobby, by the way. There's like <laughs> so when we, when, when I do activities that are not like, you know, work and, mm-hmm. As long as I take care of my honeydew list and things of that nature, I'm 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 safe. And so after the show, I had a bunch of things that I needed to take care of. Lola had a play date with her her girlfriend, and so, so that was you know. And Heidi was doing work at home, so it was like okay, I I had about an hour or two just running around. Did so you stop I, at a bar? No, no. That's what the guys at the bar do all the time. Come they, in and out like. I'm supposed to be getting food. Like they plan their shit around the route to the bar. Like, oh, I'll go out and get milk, and then they really? come back like an hour and a half later. What uh, the fuck? My dad like, used to. Well, I, I told you I was it, raised in a bar. Yeah. Shit. I would <laughs> never get away with they that. They do that all the That's fucking funny. time. All so many yeah. of them will come and go like throughout the. Although day. technically, I totally did that yesterday. I, I oh. mean, I, I was down in Old City running errands, and then I'm like, oh, Dave popped in. He used it as an excuse. He's a yeah, friend, and man. I had a pint, and then I. You know, I texted, and so, but here's a, a good example. Like, I texted Heidi, and I was like, "Hey, I'm saying hi to Dave." She's like, "Fine, I'm just doing some work. Just bring home dinner." So then I, it was like, I took, That's you know, I had bad. takeout, and so it was like I was able to catch up. I, 
beautiful, I mean, Russian river supplication on draft. Yeah, oh, that's nice. So I wish good. they had stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, so, so yeah, I mean, that was a good compromise. And so that, that's kind of what I did last weekend. I didn't stop it. Is it, it a, uh, I guess it's kind of strange and surreal at this point in our lives. No one, cause we knew each other before we were drinking age and going out and, 20s and completely I guess responsibility free for the most part now it's like uh, yeah I ran it by my wife and we all kind of understand yeah I guess you got to do that no yeah. one everybody's wife here is pretty cool with it like yeah and that's another thing that Chris and I were talking about is you know big shout out to our wives for being so open-minded and supportive and allowing us to, to do this Damn. hobby <laughs> <laughs> Why are you trying to dig at me here? <laughs> Why? Oh, you don't you like look it. at me every you time you say you don't it. like it, huh? Huh? Well, you can Weird. use another word. That'd you can strange. use another word. Well, hobby sounds yeah. like that's the kind of thing you're like collecting baseball cards, and putting shit. together model airplanes, yeah, shit like that. Well, I went down to the hobby shop and got yeah. a roadcaster. <laughs> I don't know. We're the, we're the dudes down the street, like in a like the garage band, like. No, 40-year-olds playing... Uh, That's true. I had two kids ask me if I knew what a podcast was the other day. No. Yeah. Did you drop, so, drop knowledge I on did. Him? He actually put it in his phone. These two kids, they came... I had to run up front. It's funny they, that they, they asked you, yeah. do you know what a podcast I, is? I can't remember what they... I can't remember hey, how it Grandpa. Started. I know. That's what it felt like. like you, so these two kids, one of them had just turned 21. I know this because the guy I was working with took the kid's ID and ran up front. But these, it was very strange because everyone kind of looked at them. They looked like they were. This this doesn't always mean the reason why people look at them, but they they looked like they were kind of biracial, big hair, wearing suits. Yes. Hi, this is Rob. <laughs> that, that that didn't bring. I know it always comes back to this bullshit. You're not allowed really, to say biracial. Anymore. I know. But what, I know. what was the argument? Got to clean up your anyway. Ad. They. Uh, that's not the reason they looked at it, but it was part of the reason that it was kind of strange because they came in in suits and scully caps, and, but they had like sideshow bob hair, big. And the, one of them- I bet you their suits were four-way stretch. They might, they actually probably were. One of them was uh, beat up. I mean, like fresh, like big fat lip and like, like a black eye. Wow. What and are they a, just like rob a bank or something? That's what it, this is why they looked strange. And I, I guess I didn't have to mention that, but it was kind of funny because- uh, I wasn't serving them at the bar, but I had to go up to the front counter because they were buying something to go. We don't have a guy up there anymore, so I had to go take care of it. And somehow he, he's like, yo, you got a pink lemonade vodka? I'm like, look around, man. <laughs> Handling on the wall. No, we don't have that. And why? And he's like, it's a big seller. I'm like, you just turned 21. How the hell do you know what sells? And he's like, oh, man, I know. Look, I just know. He's like, you know what a podcast is? I'm like... <laughs> why would he ask that? You know Joe like, Rogan? Yeah. Did you ever hear Joe Rogan? Probably not. And, uh I was like, yeah, I have one. He's like, oh, really? The other kid was behind him. He's like, what's the name? And he looked it up on his phone right away. So that was interesting. But I heard, you know, one of the, on their way up to the counter, I heard somebody stop him like, yo, man, I got to ask, what the hell is with the get up? And he, he's like, and what's with your face? And the kid's like, oh, we play hockey. They just got done with a hockey game. Ah. And they were pretty, like, serious. And one kid, I guess, got in a fight and got lumped up. But, wow. but just wore it to the bar like a, uh, like a, like fucking badge of honor. Are, are they in college or is it like a no semi-pro? Like weird. the fact that they were on. Because there's, there's a, it's a big hockey area up there. Yeah. And I don't know what, what league they were, what have they been playing in, but why did they come in in suits? Well, that's what that, I was going to say. Like, like if it's suits, semi-pro, that's yeah. like a suits travel. Suits get you respect. I, there was one. Can I? Yeah. 
there was one time a, a friend of all of ours, uh, Tim, and I went, like, we both were jobless. This is, like, prior to being married. And w- he used to be in the band with me. And we wanted to look for jobs, so we just put suits on and randomly went through Ocean County, New Jersey, and just started looking for jobs, <laughs> like, everywhere. Like, businesses, like Stanley Morgans and shit, like, walking in with no fucking Stanley backgrounds. Is ask, that the right name? But not Mor- Morgan, Morgan Stanley. Like, you see, I'm not... Tools or something yeah, so like that. I am not... I should not <laughs> be working there. I don't even know <laughs> what they do or what the name is. But, but wait, when you're... Driving around in suits, like you would have like a nice, like maybe leather bound. It was literally like a Seinfeld episode. We were wearing, we both wore suits. We said, let's just wear suits. And we went in. Yeah. But, but when you would do something like that, you would normally see them pull out a resume. And yeah, we didn't have anything. We just walked in and said, walk. Yeah. We (laughs) said, could I have the application? (laughs) They were like, uh, we don't have fucking serious. Phenomenal. And we that's, did that. And the whole thing backfired. We went to so many places. None of it worked. The only time that it worked was when we were like, fuck this. We're hungry. Let's go get something to eat. And we got so much respect. <laughs> like everyone. Because we were in lunch. suits. Yes. Because uh, they were like, everyone's like, oh, sir. And we were young. I mean, at that time we were like, you know mid-20s, lower 20s, the, the, and there uh, was so much respect given to us at lunch. Normally, you're like, just, hey, can you take my knee or, you know, help me out? Wait, Fucking wait, suits get you they food. They some kid out of the way with piercings in his face. Come here, I, sir. Yeah. I, I love that you walked into professions that you actually needed a resume and asked for an application. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> to the woman that sits there in her job, she just kind she of like blankly res- looked at like us. How do you, yeah, like, you just... Yeah, go to a receptionist with we a didn't even know like what the guy, they did. Like the guy downstairs, like you just walk up to him. Can I get an application? For what, dude? There's like fucking <laughs> 10 offices in here. We didn't and even have a game, literally a game plan. We just wore suits. I don't even know where I got dress shoes from, but they might not have been dress shoes. They're probably sneakers or something. And then walked in and went to the, the girl and said, can we have applications? But I didn't even know what they do. Uh, yeah. Like, it was just ho- hopeful That's that this looked good. like a place that pays good. They're just going to take you just right on, on site. Oh, man, I don't Chris. Know, they had suits. I <laughs> doubt that you, you'll remember this, but I remember we were in one of those trips to Manhattan when we tried to get into Saturday Night Live. Uh-huh. And so just quick backstory. I think we talked about yeah, it, yeah. but Saturday Night Live would have standby tickets. So essentially, if you got there super early in the morning, you could get on a waiting list and they allocate like these extra standing standing room only kind of tickets. So as kids, we would drive up to New York City at 530 in the morning to get to the NBC building on Sixth Avenue by 6 a.m. And so we were driving up and I don't think you were wearing glasses yet, Mm -hmm. um, but you you just you always complained about your eyesight. right? Right. And so there on Sixth Avenue, um, near NBC and, you know, um, Radio City, USB Financial has, has a, uh, you know, a big building there. They're headquarters and they have a red uh, neon oh, light that says USB Financial. And I don't know why or what, what was special about that building, but, you know, I think Rob was like, oh, it's, it's right next to that building. And then, Chris, you look up and you go, which one? The one that, the Red Lobster? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. I do remember that. 
Because you can see if you're coming up Sixth Avenue, yes. Radio Hit City will be on your right, and it's kind of off to the left, but up high, way up yes. there. Like, yes. like Red Lobster has a skyscraper in Midtown. Oh, that's a nice restaurant. <laughs> I do remember that because you started fucking with him right away. Didn't you? Yeah. Like, Don't even need a reservation oh in that God. place. I, I can't believe I remember that. It, I didn't know where you were going with that until you actually said that. I'm like, yes, because there was a huge neon Shit. way yep. up. Oh, man, man I was always stupid. Somewhere right. <laughs> Did you see how I set it up? I defended you by yeah, saying it I was mean, your eyesight. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes, you did do that. My Thank you. Thank you. Same, Thank I think you. it might have been that building or right next to her. They have uh, ATMs in like the lobby. It's a bank. I guess it's right. Maybe it is in that building, but it's right next to it. And that's quick story. I remember following some guy in. There was like four or five ATMs. This guy had left. I went right to the one he did. He's His receipt came out of the... Uh, out of the uh, thing, he just left it. And I, I pulled it out because mine was going to come out. And I looked down at the receipt, and the guy had $96,000 in his checking account. <laughs> <laughs> so I kept the receipt and just like, 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 oh, just like leave it on the bar sometimes. <laughs> yeah, talk about, yeah, you pull Chris's move, and just like when you go to pay for something, it just falls out of your pocket, you know, <laughs> like, and like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean for you to see this. Sort of, yeah, $96,000 in his fucking account. <laughs> checking account. It was. Oh, that was great, though. I forgot about the Red Lobster. Th- I, I don't think I thought of it since that day, but I do remember yeah. that now. Red Lobster. Red Lobster. All right, Chris, 45. Shit, Show this is where is we would, over. All right, so people at home, this is where we'd be calling it quits. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> Seems right. like we're kind of starting to fucking go. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, where were you before that? The, oh, the suits, though. The, yeah, the kid, when he asked me about the... Uh, the pink lemonade vodka and, and, and but literally just said, you know what a podcast is? Like, like I've been fucking sleeping for the last 10 years or whatever it was. I, it's amazing that when a kid, I've kind of embraced it now too. I, I don't know if you guys have when you clearly you're older and they, people call you out on that shit. Yeah. Um, well, but, I guess I'm yeah, not around really it where like I'm, I don't think it happens to me in that setting all the time, but it happens from time to time when you know you're fucking, you're outdated and I don't care. I'm like embracing the old sure. man thing. It's, even with the fashion, like the jeans and t-shirts or whatever. Yeah. How long ago did cargo shorts go out? Because I still rock those I motherfuckers I like to think I'm still relevant. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I feel <Fuck> you, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I feel like I'm not giving a fuck we're relevant. You're such a dick. Why'd you laugh that hard? <laughs> Uh, you you are you, <laughs> you you know like they call the the last guy in the nfl draft mr irrelevant <laughs> <laughs> not you you're the first rounder chris i wish oh, we could talk to tim. one of the great tragedies of this uh podcast is that we do not have tim on it mm. because that would be just yeah let's talk about tim chris why don't you gold. why don't you tee that up I thought about it too for a second there when you said you were afraid to go to uh, to the gym, and then I thought about. Well, he would be the kind of person to me like that. W- he, we would me and him have the idea to go work out and not have an idea. And like it would be like a Seinfeld. What you do? It would be. It yeah. totally would be. But uh, what I was thinking Ask about. Ask for help. Like how does this machine work? <laughs> talk about Tim first, but the the time that he ended up spending the night in the slammer. And, yeah. and I just remember asking him, he's got fairly similar body type. <clears throat> it was a, it, it was a, it, I'd have to tell the story cause he wasn't in jail. But the funny part was I was like, 
we were making fun of him the day after, and I was like, "Did they? Did you lift weights?" He's like, "Yeah, they gave him to me on the way in. Like he gave him a dumbbell, and he's just doing this <laughs> waiting to get out." Of the, he was basically in the tank, in the fucking drunk tank. That was the, the, the holding. The holding. Yeah, it was just a. It was. I guess okay. We were out drinking one night. We'll just go into the story. Then Tim. Tim is very. Uh, give me some words to describe Tim. He's very affable. Very extremely yeah. nice. Yeah. I and I don't know why he. It, after a couple drinks, he had gotten a ticket for driving around with his windshield wipers on, but not his headlights on. And the shithead cops that we have in our town oh, gave him a ticket for that. Deep in the law book. Yeah, there. like a revenue. The, the here, here, thanks for the revenue stream, sir, going yeah. to the town for this bullshit crime. And he had it for a while. And like I've done many times and even explained to my nephew yesterday that I've let these things lapse. And then the townships will tack $10 on, $10 on until they get around to either suspending your license or issuing a bench warrant for a really, not even a crime. They just want their money. Can I, can I ask you why you were telling your nephew this? Like now, now son, this is how you, I don't remember. I don't remember how it came up. It was just yesterday too. I don't remember something. I really don't remember. I think right. it was somewhere in my sales route. I ended up getting pulled over on Long Beach Island and got now, arrested. Now, were for you not mentoring paying. him on saying, "Now don't do this"? No, because I know he's nowhere near okay. that area. I've, I really don't remember what it was about. But I've, in my lifetime, I've been arrested a few times Ooh. on bench warrants for unpaid tickets. A couple of them parking handcuffed? tickets. So I'm a real hardened fucking criminal. <laughs> have you been handcuffed? Yeah, they have to. It's like really? part of the deal. Like you, you can't get in the car. They can't put you in the police car without they handcuffed handcuffing. They handcuffed me and Lakers for trying to buy that alcohol. Okay. They you fucking got arrested? Strapped. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, I was arrested two times. He's like, see Both, this teardrop I was tattoo? Arrested. Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I don't know, maybe three. Handcuffed four, and ten. put in the car twice. Wait, this is sounding vaguely... I, I wasn't around, I... Was I? Well, mm-hmm. now I'm stepping on Rob's no, story. No, it's we, we could go into how many times you've been arrested. All right, the, let's talk about that. But I, I got arrested once again on the parkway. My car broke down on the way to work, and a state trooper pulled up behind me, and I had already called to get somebody to come help me out. And he, I was like, no, nah, everything's cool. He was like, all right, I'll see you later, and he drives away. Five minutes later, I see him pull back around. I'm like, fuck me. And I started thinking, and I couldn't. It, again, it was something stupid, like a seatbelt ticket. I never paid it, and then mm. they they issue a bench warrant. All of a sudden, my car on the side of the road isn't the issue anymore. Now I got to go down the fucking street on the parkway. He's like, "Sorry, man," and I'm like, "Okay." Cuffed in the back of the car, go to the little satellite station they have on the uh, on the parkway. Put me in the in in a room. And lock me to a bench. Yeah, I like was I'm, locked I'm to a bench. I'm to a fucking bench for a parking ticket. Wow. And this is stupid. Because then the damn thing goes from like paying 50 bucks for a parking ticket. Now all of a sudden it's 250 for all the bullshit involved. Yeah. And th- that's the and dumbest thing. And this thing. was the Ocean County Jail? This was, no. You know the parkway? Like there's the uh, police station on the parkway right in Tom's River. There's like a small little station right oh, really? just south of 571. Like if you got on exit 83 and started going south, you drive right by it. It's right there. Okay. Uh, he guy pulled me in there, and then he's like, he's apologizing to me the whole time, but it's procedure. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Fucking handcuffed to a bench, waiting for... It. I couldn't get a hold of anybody at that time. So I'm like, dude, just take me to the fucking ATM, and I'll pay it right now. Dover Township's right there. I'll go... I've got $93,000 in yeah, my checking yeah, account. See this motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so this happened one night. We were out drinking on the boardwalk, and Tim, again, he didn't pay that ticket. Sorry, Tim, this is a great story. And out of nowhere, for no reason, and he, it's not even a regular cop. So in Seaside Heights, we're out there drinking in the middle of the summer. 
bar hopping on the boardwalk, having a good time. Tim sees a cop, and it's not even your regular cop. It's those specials that they bring in for the summer. Like, it's a, a rent-a-cop or kids that are trying, like to rookies, be, yeah, right? trying yeah. to be policemen. And he walked over to the guy, and he's like, I have a, a warrant for my arrest. Do you know what I could do about this? And he's like, yeah, come with me. Oh. And then Tim was in the bar with us, and then he wasn't in the bar with <laughs> that us. That was something he would do. And so he Just so innocently so trying innocently. to remedy an issue. So, but... He had he couldn't walk away because we all we used to take a a van out there like a a, a taxi van pre Uber yeah and old then, head so we'd call the guy and the guy would know we'd call him later on and he'd drive us back and just out of nowhere Tim disappears no one knows where he went what happened and that's not like him at all and the rest of us were drinking I guess enough at that point we're like well we're not in like Mexico he knows where he lives <laughs> yeah. he's fine we called him a bunch of times we didn't get him and. uh you know, the night winds off like it would, banged up, passed out, wake up the next day to find out. And I think this is where, I don't remember, Chris would know this part of the story better than me, but he, uh, it, all of a sudden, the next morning I wake up to find out that Tim was arrested. I'm <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, I, I, I don't mean to distract no, you, Rob. I'm distracting, taking, that was a little weird. But. Sorry, Chris <laughs> was taking a picture, so I wanted to make sure that I, <laughs> I showed my four-way stretch. Yeah, so he, I got it. He got arrested, and I found out the next day, but I think you weren't there, but you were somebody he called, was it? I don't remember the I story, think he honestly. he started to call, because his one phone call or whatever, I think yeah. he called uh, Peluso, and somehow he got... Yeah. in touch with another friend and then they went and bailed him out first thing in the morning and then we you know we all heard the story later on from him and because it was, that was probably Classic. like a saturday so we were hanging out the next night we're like oh yeah we just met, thought maybe you met a girl he's like me really you thought i met it like his jerry seinfeld voice <laughs> when do i do that like that really worked out it's like, yeah well, it's like we didn't come look for him but how could we they put him in the paddy wagon and it took him to tom's river yeah but oh man he called around trying to find people and Eventually, he found someone. He got out. We all said, I, I don't know. Maybe, I thought maybe you met a girl. And, and he was like, it, if you could, if everyone could just hear the way he would talk about shit like that, it was hilarious. Like, really? Like, <laughs> you thought that was me? And, uh, so after that, it would be like, uh, I think we ran it one time. He's out there drinking again because we used to do this pretty regularly um, in our 20s, go out to Seaside in the summer, especially. And Tim's like, I, yeah, that guy was in jail. And he's telling story, and like Tim is pee shy, and there's a fucking toilet in the middle with just like everyone there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I think he'd tell him like like yeah. he was drunk enough to be like, and there's he's like, yeah, there's guys bleeding in there because they were fighting. There's yeah. drunken maniacs, and then there's fucking Tim. I couldn't imagine, down. yeah, <laughs> like to, trying to take a piss, and they're asking him why he's in there. <laughs> like other, like, yeah, there's like almost like that uh, commercial with the sheep. Like, what are you in here for? And like. I don't she's know. She's like, oh, I was going to tear the mattress. The, oh, yeah. yeah and he's yeah, like, for tearing the... a man to pieces, the other one butts in. And that's like <laughs> Tim, he's like, he's standing there with all these hardened, or people that are in there for more legit reasons than he is. And they ask him why he did that. He's like, because I had my uh, my 
what was it? My wipers were on without my headlights. And they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? He got beat up for that. No, <laughs> this is like the worst crime. Loved that loved yeah. him. That yeah. they probably all laughed their asses off at him. Then he went to take a piss. And he's like, nobody look. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the all these scumbags on the floor bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> they're like Tim what did you do in there did you lift weights he's like yeah they gave me a dumbbell like he just went like this like a five pound dumbbell he's doing it a hundred times like a rabbit like, yeah this, we all lifted weights in prison but anyway oh, yeah, that's the the fact that he's not here to tell some of these stories or he it's uh, I have insecurities about pain <clears throat> about I pain. urinal uh, this is really uh, off subject but man, I I was going to ask you when you got arrested, but we, oh. can, we can talk about your... I barely remember that, too. I don't think I was there. I think I... What, arrested whole, or yeah, the peeing in the urinal? No, when, uh, well, oh, the peeing in the urinal thing times, is just that I get, like, dudes get, like, pee chills. And it's when you get into the... Uh, did I talk about this on here? I don't know. It sounds Maybe. familiar, but I don't know. Uh. When you go into, like, a bathroom and there's all dudes in there and you can be at a bar and they're all bros, all the... Urinal taking their long dick out to throw to put in the bin. <laughs> well, they think they have it, and then and then you stand next to them and and you just and you're like, and then I I like go up to the urinal. So what and do stuff. you say? Well, I have a short dick. I, I'm well, sorry. I didn't say I wasn't suggesting that. That's oh. you. Oh, thanks a lot. We're on the air. <laughs> um, but I would be like, like I get like pee chills sometimes, and I go ooh. <laughs> and then they look at me, which is not a very manly thing to do, right? Pee chills. I, talk to me about this. You what, don't get a pee chill? Yeah, you you never got like, a pee chill? I don't make the noise, but it'll be like, like a you know when a dog shakes off water and it goes all the way down like like the body and ends at the yeah. tail? It's kind of like that. Yeah, like, you just kind of go, ooh. <laughs> like just, but I actually only, go, I mean, I get that like just. You know, randomly, but this not, isn't all the yeah. time. But sometimes, yeah, it's I, it's, yeah, it's like a random time that you go in, and I'll, I'll and you know, you kind of when you, as a guy, you kind of find the urinal. Sometimes you find one like way off to the side because somehow you, you can't be peeing next to the guy. You don't right go for there. the middle. <laughs> I think it's like etiquette that you're supposed to find the urinal like for that's a couple down yeah, instead of just yeah. going cozying up next to the guy like yeah. peeing next to him and shit. So I'll go, you know, I'll find like some off beat off the beaten track urinal. Do and you then, look over? No, oh. but my kid did. He did go into the bathroom <laughs> one time, and he was like, one of my sons. He's little, and he was like, and he's like, Daddy, I saw that guy's penis. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Just, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What it Straight ahead. Like? <laughs> <laughs> I guess he, he probably looks around and shit. Yeah, that's probably a normal thing for a kid yeah. to do. I was thinking yeah. back now when I was a little kid, I probably looked, glanced around. So, you know, right right at eye level, you just see dick. Uh, yeah. 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 Man dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's always the worst when you're kidding, you're fucking changing in a, like a big changing room, like at Island Beach State Park, all these people coming off the beach, and there's just some yeah. dude in sandals, and that's it, like walking out of the fucking shower, just swinging yeah. in the breeze. I can't do that shit. Yeah. I just can't. There's, there's guy, you know, it's, it's we talk about more chaos fitness. I mean, just the old men at the gym. Yeah. They just don't. They, they I, it's it's gonna happen to all of us. Guess so it's that time. That's when high school they used to like oh, shower we, and shit. You mean just there. like like even like your dad rolling around naked? Like just don't give a fuck when you yeah age. yeah like yeah. at the gym like old old guys. It's like a I generational don't think thing. I'll ever do that. I don't know. You don't I, grow I, into I feel that. like something happens. Like where yeah, you live life long enough and you're not worried about shit like that anymore. You're yeah. like fuck this. I don't think so. Speaking of KS, John, listen to the show. 
He did. Helen told him about it. Oh, that's funny. And he he sent some emoji over, like, John the Militant Trainer. (laughs) (laughs) Did he remember me? Yeah, he He said, I said, he he went, like, Helen, I told you I remember that guy. Yeah, yeah, he remembers. (laughs) I I didn't know he would remember you on name, but if you're. Oh, did he? That's what, apparently, Uh, I don't, because I don't think, we didn't show him a picture of you, so. Well, I did get the, I I did get the red carpet introduction because Freddie uh, brought me in. Oh, really? He didn't know, uh, Fred. Freddie. So when did you get arrested, Chris? <clears throat> oh. Well, the first time? I, yeah, I didn't hard, know that you were... Yeah, a hardened criminal. Recidivist. <clears throat> yeah, it was like... I, uh, you guys, I don't know who was with you, but our group of friends, I wasn't even hanging out. Uh, I was at home, and I got a call and said, can you come and buy beer? And I went into the town over, like the little town over, and... I went into the store, and I had a fake ID from the city. Well, it was before I was uh, 21, so yeah. I was getting. We talked about that earlier. I get. I was getting served all the time. That's what made me think of it. It also reminded me of you going to uh, get a job in a suit. It was kind of like the same staged shit. Yes, to buy yeah. the beer at, yes. without the suit. It was, it was, it was just probably yeah. Like the, buy the paper, wear your glasses, yeah. look sophisticated. <laughs> <and> <laughs> yeah, because I was able to grow a beard when ever. I was like 17, exactly. 18. Yeah. You were the only one with a beard. And, yeah. and the funny part is that you were looking sophisticated buying the most rot gut shit. Yeah, <laughs> fucking with pennies and shit. But they, um, I went into the store and the guy was like, randomly, because I've done it plenty of times at this store before, but he randomly gave me a hard time, which, I, you know, raised all the red flags like something's up. And he didn't give it to me. And I walked outside and there was a cop. I guess they were staking out for underage. And I was like, um, they asked what, they pulled us over right away and said, what were you doing inside? I was like, "Uh, I don't remember what I said if I was buying lottery Mm -hmm. tickets or something. They were like, don't lie. We'll go in and whatever. And they looked in my wallet and they took me out and frisked me and found like the fake ID. And then they arrested me and brought me to the thing and they fucking strapped me to this harness it wasn't like a bench like you see on like nypd blue or something like a fucking bench and like whatever it was like some medieval contraption like they were gonna quarter you yes it kind of almost looked like what like a prehistoric electric chair would look like sort of like with like some kind of thing in a truck like where no it was like in their uh little police station It was a tiny little police station and off to the side and they were trying to figure out how to use it, the two guys. And they were like, <laughs> and then they like left me there and they went in the side room and it was like in the summertime and they were talking all kinds of shit. Like it was like three or four of them. Another, you know, two came in. It was two originally and another two came in. I'm really trying to stay on this story. <laughs> Doing great. So I don't get that sound effect. And the two, um, the two new guys came in. They're like, what's this guy doing here? He's like, oh, we're trying out the new chair. <laughs> Swear on my life. I'm like, and I'm like, you were hey. the scapegoat. Like you yeah, were I was just- in there for hours and hours. I was like, I was like, hello. Like, you're like just kind of saying, I was like by myself. There was, it was like at night. There was nobody there wow. or anything but the four or five cops in the other room. And they were just, they were like talking about like what they're going to do on the weekend and go to the barbecue and get fucked up, meet ladies, all this <laughs> kind of shit. And I'm like, fucking strapped to this chair and it was just for them uh, as a practice to fucking learn this medieval chair so then eventually they let me go and what was the other time uh the another time was like uh we used to have this 
in uh, the development that we grew up in, they had that like that clubhouse. Mm-hmm. It was this log cabin clubhouse that was like a recreational thing that you can kind of rent, rent out. out. Like, yeah. Anyone can rent it out that I guess lived in the town. And one of our friends had a party there. And again, um, my wife and I were having, um, we weren't even hanging out there. We were at another friends of ours. They called us over at the end and were like, you want to swing by? The party's almost over. I don't know why we didn't go in the first place, but we went. And we had drinks to begin with at this other house. We went there. My wife went into the bathroom. This is at the very end. They were cleaning up, and something happened. My wife kind of, like, fainted and passed out, unrelated to anything. It turned out, like, later with shit that she has, like, a blood disorder and stuff like that. As far as, like, it, like, goes even to, like, uh, just her body makeup and stuff and Mm. with the kids and everything. I guess it all, like, makes sense now. But she fainted and passed out. Well... I th- I went in and I think I got I was like what well, why she passed out we weren't married at the time or anything and I was like I was like call the cops or something or call whoever yeah. cops came in immediately at night said what were you guys what drugs are you on and I'm like what we're not on drugs and they're yeah. like what how much did you drink I'm like we're not we drank some but we're not whatever and they weren't helping her so I was like help help her yeah. and they threw me against the wall. And they, like, bullied me and did that whole fucking thing. Oh, they shit. took her out in a stretcher and shit. And like they, were they the said unruly. I was aggressive. Yeah, they said I was aggressive and everything. It was this little fucking, uh, like, Ralph Furley fucking looking cop. <laughs> and <laughs> he, he, uh, he put they, him and this other guy pushed me against the thing with the fucking stick and everything. Wow. And they, and they dragged me out and they put me in the car. Did the, the whole fucking thing pushing your head down uh, so they don't they don't you don't hit your head getting so, in the back of the car, like fucking shove your head down and shove you into the back of the car, slam the back to make a fucking scene, to, oh you know, slam God. the back door of the car. This is why camera phones are the great equalizer. <laughs> oh, they would have the gotten police. so much shit. So Fuck then they took me to the. It was like two in the morning. Now, so are you morning. understating how you reacted, or was it really? That? No, I was like, I, no, I mean, on like in hindsight, I was. I was in a panic because I don't know what happened to my wife. I don't even know if she's dying. She just right. passed out, like, randomly. Like, she was peeing, got up to, like, you know, finish up, and then fainted. And it just wound up being her makeup, and it had nothing to do with anything. She had a, a allergic reaction to her makeup? No. No, her body <laughs> makeup. I don't know. Her blood. She's got some blood thing. So, anyway, they... um. They, so they arrested me, brought me in, and I got, I think I got a mugshot. I got the whole fucking thing. And wow. I was, like, arrested for, like, a- aggravated assault and yeah. all that kind of oh. shit for that. And, of course, we got, I got a lawyer, and they lessened the charge to whatever the fuck it was. But, but the at fact that, that point, you had to get an attorney. But I remember I had to get out of, yeah. But I had to get out at, like, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning and go, Fuck! All right. I'm like now I got out of the, I don't know who came and got me out. But was it out of Manchester? Or did yeah. they bring you down to Ocean County? Yeah, Manchester. And then I came back out, and um, they I had to like now locate where my wife is. Is she dead? Is she in the Jesus, hospital or whatever? I would. And she was in the hospital, I and I had to go to the hospital. And then I so, and that was just for me. Yes. Yeah, so I probably did. That's the. I probably did get like 
you know, like, what the fuck, you know, help her out. And I, I think I cursed and said, you know, don't stop asking dumb questions and help her and shit like that. Ooh, I got, you got real sarcastic. See, probably. your sarcasm got the, the best of, of you. Yeah. The kind of shit you shouldn't be arrested for, though. And they, yeah. these motherfuckers should have assessed the situation. Situations like that all the Instead time. Instead of just fucking exactly. going, going on full sir, blast sir, from the first two seconds. We're going to do yeah. what we can. Calm down. This is what they're fucking supposed to do. Yeah. Not just like, oh, really, motherfucker? I wasn't a teenager, too, this is, this is like uh, 24, 24 years old or 25. I, that's you know? a hot button. I'm so happy that some of these assholes are losing their job for doing this shit now because people are taping them on camera phones. It's fucked up that cops think that they, because they're sworn in and they're peacekeepers, that they have this kind of power, this yeah. individual power. And they don't understand this shit. A lot of them, when I talk to them, are mad about what's going on. It's just the way, this is the equalizer now, dude. You were never supposed to act this way before. Just because it's been indoctrinated into cops since God knows when, you think it's your right to act like that, and they fucking can't. I mean, I understand. So they got a hard job. Because they, do they got don't know what they're coming well, into you know, in any situation. In the situation but, that you yeah. were in, if the guy lost his cool, he shouldn't be a fucking cop. They need to do yeah. demeanor tests or something on somebody. There's some people should not be cops. Yeah. I don't know. Chris is really sarcastic, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got I got it. That's true. I actually can say like I can say that my sarcasm got me arrested. <laughs> That's pretty. I guess I am a sarcastic dude. I, but I can understand <laughs> that. I would be freaking out too. Like, no motherfucker, don't worry about me. What the fuck's going on over here? Like, help this. Yeah. I mean, I was in, I was, I, don't I was panicked. All, I didn't know what up. was let's, going on. Let's call the police right want, now. <laughs> do you want some whiskey, <laughs> Rob? <laughs> call it. Remember, whatever the hell we were, the meme, something went on. It was about the riots in New York not right too back. long ago with the police. And we were making yeah. jokes on the, on the thread. <laughs> like, yeah, they, they just went complete anarchy and start calling 911. 911, where's your emergency? Eat a dick. <laughs> 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 Hang up the phone. Well, I, I got arrested in Manhattan. No, I'm good. Oh, okay. Word, word. That's um, a, is that your only arrest? Uh, yeah. So it's it, ridiculous. I mean, similar to Chris, where it, it was a, it was had to be a sting operation, yeah. and uh, so I was in New York City, and there was a graduate student that lived in our sort of communal dorm room, right? Mm -hmm. And she was cute, and the whole nine yards, and all of that. And uh, for whatever reason, she. It was her suggestion, and mm -hmm. she says, "Hey, let's let's jump the turnstile on the subway." And it's like, really? Like that? What? Why are you, like? Why would you suggest that? She's like, I It's like she just wanted to do something, and I'm like, that's so weird. <laughs> and I'm like, well, why don't we just double up? Like, because back in the day, these were the tokens, mm -hmm. and so we would drop the token in, and so all we did was pay one fare, but two people went through the turnstile. Mm -hmm. And in an instant, the staged homeless people came from either end of the platform and essentially arrested us. Yeah. You know, so, and this was 70, 72nd and Broadway. Yeah. Upper West Side. Nice and it's like a super nice neighborhood. And I'm like, why in the world are you doing a stakeout here? Like where, where, like who is this is one of the, the wealthiest, or it was the wealthiest part of New York City. Yeah. And it was a couple of, Dumb college kids were just like, all right, you know, two for one. So we get arrested. And now she starts really, really freaking out because she wanted to be an FBI agent. Oh. And she came from like this well-to-do Boston family, like knew the Kennedys, like the whole, you know, uh, bloodline. Right. Uh -huh. And so 
um, <laughs> the, the, the funniest thing that, that I recall from this is as we were sort of getting escorted out of, you know what? I don't think my parents even know this story. They never found out. No. Yeah. Like I remember just, hearing it back in the day. Yeah. But <laughs> so my mom this is funny. Like she's going to hear the story for the first time. Now. Um, so as we're being escorted out of the, uh, the subway, mm-hmm. they have a paddy wagon. And it was like a classic. So this was 1994 in Manhattan, right? So classic, still like Times Square hasn't really converted no, into... Giuliani just got elected. Yeah. So it was like still edgy New York and like cops were like the dirty cops and all of that. And so this paddy wagon was just... I mean, it was like they corralled all of the homeless people in, in Manhattan. And so he opens up the door. The cop opens up the door, and there's the guy. Like, he's like, yeah, my officer. He starts yelling at the cop. He's like, shut the fuck up, Freddie. Like, he, yeah. he goes, don't sit next to him. He has AIDS. Jeez. <laughs> like, oh, my God. So, you know, then we go. Uh, so I'm in this paddy wagon. We go to this underground um, station station where I don't even know where I'm at at this point. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like you may as well just had the, 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 the hood <laughs> over my face. So I'm in this, you know, midtown jail cell for eight hours, like Damn. overnight. Yeah. And so the police officers, you know, it's, I don't fit the profile. The, the girl doesn't fit the profile and the police officers are literally apologizing to us. Like really, they said, this is normally a ticket. This this was like a speeding ticket, right? Yeah. You, like you jumped at the subway turnstile, yeah. and at that time it was probably a dollar, right? He goes, normally this is literally a ticket. It's a misdemeanor. This is not even on the radar. But because this was a focused sting operation, we have to process this as it's like a class one or whatever yeah. the, the crime was. Uh-huh. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So fingerprints, mug shots, the whole, the whole thing. So they let us out apologizing to us and say, you know what, just just go. You'll probably just do community service or whatever. So they give us a court date. Let's call it a month or two mm-hmm. away from the arrest time. Within that time frame, the girl's family gets involved. Jesus. Because they're powerful. They're, she goes, listen, my parents want you and me to go see their attorney out in Long Island. Um he's going to represent us and like wipe this away. And it's like, okay, you know, like I'm just, I'm still set. No, I just turned 18. Right. Mm-hmm. So we go out to long Island and we're just like on the train and we're just laughing. And we go into this like small attorney's office. Now we walk in and this guy has like him and George Bush, him and Ronald Reagan, him and Joey like, Botafuco, him and like all these political figures and so he's like, tell me the story. And um, so we're telling him the story. And he goes, okay, so I've been hired to represent her. What about you? And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, my time's not free. I'm like, I was asked to come because she wanted me here. She's like, well, my rate is $600 an hour. How, how do you intend to pay for this? I'm like, are you kidding me? And so essentially the plan was to strong arm me mm-hmm. to take the quote fall to say this was my idea not to pay the subway. To, um, Does a fucking pay- turnstile jump really require an yeah. attorney? So, but now she bamboozled me. I walked God into this bitch. and he's like, if you don't pay me, so your options are 
you tell the police officers that it was your idea and you did this, or who's going to who's going to pay my attorney? You've been in my office for an hour and a half, and my billable. And I'm like, and the girl starts crying. Because now she's embarrassed because she knew what was going on, but now it's like so uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and so, sure enough, the court date comes. They pull me out of like, and this is like when I say court date, this is it's like the DMV. They're yeah, just processing it's speeding fucking, tickets. It's New York. It was it's nothing. Like, yeah. And so they pull me, and like the <clears throat> prosecutor and the district attorney are there, and they're like, "What happened?" I was like, uh, "We wanted to go out, and we only had one subway token, and we." Both walk through it. Whose idea was it? I'm like, I guess it was my idea. Okay. Eight hours community service. I'm like, all right, that's not the worst thing. And so like next weekend, I for like four weekends, I had to like pick up trash with Hector and and Luis in a in a sanitation truck just going Damn, up and down. What was hard. that like? Oh, it was so much fun. Did they were wear, awesome. Did you wear a, like an orange ghetto? No, I just had to wear <laughs> like a vest. But they were so cool. I mean, they just smoked weed. And drove around the city, and they were just like, white boy, they, that's all they called me. They were like, white boy, just just pick up trash. And so I would just, like, stand in the middle of, like, you know, how on the Upper East Side they have, like, those strips, like the medians of, of like, like, grass park, or whatever. Park Avenue, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. So I was just, like, poking. And they were so cool. They were like, I was supposed to do, maybe it was eight hours a day or whatever. I would log two hours. They're like, don't worry, white boy, we got you. And so they would log me for the full day and I would just do like two hours. Yeah. But then it was completely removed from my file. Like it's not there, it's, but. Yeah. So you learn your lesson? Yeah. Pay the subway token <laughs> or don't let a cute How, girl like double up on your yeah, subway what token. What the fuck kind of like they're really that dude, that, that dude for his billable hours of 600. Oh, it, it was, it was masterful he on their end. He needed to fucking strong arm a fucking kid from Jersey. Yeah. For like, why? Yeah. What a prick. Yeah. He's even worse than the cops. But I, how were the cops when they arrested you? Were they like, apologetic? No, when at the moment of arresting you, not letting you go. Like, well, I thought they were homeless because they were undercover. Yeah, and they were just like apologetic from the the start. And really? they're like, "You're under arrest." And I didn't think. And and they're like rolling their eyes because it's like, how how are these the people that were arrested? Exa- like, well, that's you know, was- like we're not. This is not why we're here, but we have to because they witnessed it. And yeah. so. Um, they were just very gracious and apologetic. Like That's we're weird, sorry. Because I was gonna give them a pass, like city cops. Because you're dealing with ten. All right, there's a big difference between a New York city cop and what he has to deal with, and Manchester fucking township, New Jersey, and what they have to deal with. There's no fucking reason for these hard-ons out by where we grew up to act the way that they do. Yeah, the guys in Jersey City and New York, like real fucking problems, real scary shit. I get why they why they're short and they're hard with stuff. I got a ticket. I only got a ticket. I don't know why I only got a ticket for, we were in Manhattan. I think it was with a bunch of guys that were hanging out at the prime time at the time. And I was walking down the middle of uh, one of the street, like uh, 14th street or something like that, where the traffic goes in both directions. Yeah. I was walking down the yellow line in the middle of the street, trying to hail a cab and cops like, get the fuck over here. <laughs> And this guy was like 5'5", five, five, and I'm like towering above him, and he's screaming at me. Like, That's fucking stupid. It was stupid. I was drunk. Yeah. I was trying to hail a cab in the middle of a fucking New York City street with traffic going down both ways. I was just being arrogant douche. Yeah. I didn't get the cab. I got a ticket, and some somebody paid it for me. I don't know who. I, I think it was like, like one of the- Friends or family? Yeah, one or of the like friends. a, a yeah, magical- One of the friends that I was with somehow uh-huh. paid the fucking ticket. I think it was the, uh, Tommy. 
the bartender. Yeah. I think he paid the ticket because yeah. it was gone. I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to have to pay this right away or I'm going to get a bench worm. <laughs> I got fucked with them too with that shit. The parking tickets in New York, like, because they don't issue warrants yeah. across state lines to pick you up for a parking ticket, but they don't forget. And this was years of compounding maybe two or three tickets I got. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm not paying them. And then I drive. What am, how am I they going to catch me in a city of millions? Right. And I, this was, I don't know how many years it compounded, but I was sitting on Mol, Mott Street mm. right above Houston. It's one way. It's tiny, like an alley. Yeah. It's like near little Italy. But yeah. Who's going, I found a parking spot there and my wife at the time, who's now my ex-wife was taking a yoga saucy instructor's, training course right down there above Houston. She kept going, but I would drive her and I'm like, fuck it this time. I'm not going anywhere. I got the dog. Dog was like a two pound Yorkie teacup. I'm sitting there listening to the radio, waiting like the hour or two. And all of a sudden I got a knock on the window and a guy rolls down the window and he's like, get out of the car. I'm like, who, the f- what? The-? And he like pushed the, like, they came to both windows, city marshals. I'm like, what the fuck? He's like, you owe $600 or we're taking your car right now. And I'm like, holy shit. I had like, wow. but I'm bartending, so I had cash on me. I didn't have enough. I had to run upstairs, give her the fucking dog. And she's like, what's going on? What's going on? I'm like, just whatever. Shut up. Hold the dog. I'm going. I had to run to a pool to haul and uh, pool hall and get the other 200 bucks out. They already had my car on a lift with the fucking record driver sitting there. And Damn. He's, I was like, where'd they go? Where'd they go? He's got the money. He's like, they're over there. <laughs> and I go, I go and there's four fucking undercover marshals sitting in a truck waiting. They're like, you got the money? I'm like, yeah. I give him 600 bucks. The guy takes my car off the thing. And I go, they could have been just totally, I knew they were legit, but they could have strong armed me and like not wiped anything away. I didn't get a receipt or anything. But that shit sat there forever. I want to know how... They fucking found me sitting on that. I wasn't on like 6th Avenue or anything. I was tucked away in this tiny little street, like alleyway almost. And I don't know if they they run around and just type in plates as they go. But they fucking found me. And I had to pay those fuckers 600 and something dollars in cash right there to get my truck back. Dirty. Dirty. Listen, listen, a, a... Seasoned criminals. Um, speaking of criminals, did you guys happen to watch the Netflix uh, show on Aaron Hernandez? No, I no. wanted, I wanted oh, to. Oh gosh, good. see what's it called? Uh, I'm sure Aaron Hernandez. I, I feel like that's the it's name the of it. Be- it. Per- people that did uh, making uh, murder though. Oh really? Yeah, and like uh, Evil Genius. I didn't see that one either. See, here's another it's supposed to be good. Another example. If we did some show prep, we could have talked about. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I guess we won't go into it because it's that good and, and tintillating, oh, you as they say. All right. Yeah. Give me, we'll talk about it next time. Oh, give okay. me that for homework. All right. Yeah. All homework, right. Aaron Hernandez. Definitely watch that. You had mentioned, so uh, yesterday was like a Netflix day for me, thankfully. Yeah. And, um, I was able to watch another documentary. You mentioned yoga, but uh, everyone knows Bikram yoga, right? Where it's like a style of yeah. yoga that's like, I think it was like the first. Uh, iteration of like the hot yoga or whatever. Yeah. But apparently this guy Bikram, uh, you know, came to the United States as this yoga instructor. And, um, he was kind of like a jack of all trade entertainer kind of person in India, but he wanted, he wasn't the Bikram MC, was he? Uh, his name was Bikram. I don't know what the Bikram MC is. Remember Luda Krishna in the Bikram MC? (laughs) 
Welcome to India. <laughs> no. <laughs> <In a> rap song. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, not him, not him, but uh, he moves to California and then creates obviously like a cult following of these yoga studios. And why'd he, you call it hot yoga? Because that's the style of like they heat the room. Oh, I thought so you actually meant hot, like sexy yoga. <laughs> 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 Swear to God. <laughs> I thought he created sexy yoga. Sexy yoga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One you come in, take it up. <laughs> yeah. Take it up, stretch it out. <laughs> but interesting enough, so that that's the big scandal. So he develops this cult following, becomes a multimillionaire celebrity in Beverly Hills. He's the yoga instructor of the stars, the mm-hmm. whole nine yards. He's got Bentleys, mansions, all of this. And so he would uh, have these master yogi, I guess they're yogis or mm-hmm. like these master classes, right? So you had to go through these, the, his system to get certified. And sure enough, he would just rape you. <laughs> yeah. That's what he was doing? That's what he was doing. So it was like sexual assault. See, if like, I didn't ask the other question, I'd be really lost in this story. Would that, <laughs> if, would that mean, I heard your voice there when you did that, uh, like Apu from The Simpsons. Yeah. If this guy did oh, yeah. Bikram and raped people, I'm going to use yeah, that voice. Yeah, you're not allowed to use that right? voice anymore. No, 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 but that's like his voice. So I was just being descriptive. Yeah, he still can't use it. <laughs> yeah, but that don't make that doesn't make it sound like us. That don't oh. make sense. That doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. Like that, yeah. that, that. I mean, I've walked into many. They weren't quickie marts, but, but the they guy, were 7-Elevens, the, and the, a lot of guys talk like that. Yeah, the guy was crazy, though. He's a fucking lunatic, like a great lunatic, right? Like, he would be great on the radio because he was just wild. Bikram? So Bikram, yeah. So when he was being um, interrogated, like, one, for one of these cases, he starts yelling at the, the other attorney, who's a female. He goes, you're awful, and you have a cold pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. How does he know? <laughs> but that was like, and the attorney is laughing and he's like, she goes, you know, in the uh, sort of summary, she goes, you know, he's such an idiot because as he's going on in this rant, like this, he's proving the evidence because he, you know, it was alleged abuse and that he would downgrade these women and like, you know, molest them and, and just talk down to them. And they were very misogynistic. And so me, you know, she was saying as, as a female attorney, he's, you know, being pressed for answers, and then he becomes derogatory towards me, and he starts but he's popping off all these things, and they're all recorded. And so he's in, like, this, you know, obnoxious gold suit with, like, a tiger, tiger print tie, and he's like, you're not for a woman. You're not for your pussy's cold. <laughs> and he's supposed to be, like, a descendant of Buddha and yogi, you know, like, this yogi master. Did they tell president. him to stop talking about the cold pussies? No. No, oh, and, well, and so let him hang himself, right? Is so then crazy? his attorney, like, because he's just go, goes on in this rant, and so then his attorney's like, literally, like, pick him up and walk him out of the room. Mm. And so, of course, when you're the you know in, in, interrogating uh, opposing attorney, this is like gold, yeah, because like, it's all transcribed and it's like it, yeah, your case, except for when you're president, you can get away with that shit. That's right, acting like that. This guy should run for president. So he. Um, he actually left the country. So uh, he got away. He got away. Um, there were a couple of women that this was right before the big Me Too shift. So this has been happening over the oh, last seven years. Like that, I didn't know it was this recent. It's pretty recent. So like first allegations started dripping in on like 2012, 2013. 
Um, but once this thing really caught a lot of steam and more women came out, uh, the pressure was on. And so because he was wealthy, he had a really powerful uh, attorney group, but they kept delaying, delaying. Uh, but eventually he just fled the country. And so he kind of went to Thailand for some time. And, you know, uh, the authorities were like how he was claiming that he was bankrupt and he was broke. And, you know, like this is a conspiracy against him. And, you know, there was a story where he was saying that, you know, he he had this fleet of Bentleys and this garage full of Bentleys and exotic cars that his kids were like posting on Instagram, like, thanks for the Ferrari, dad, you know. And so he was on the stand in be, being um, cross-examined by the attorney, and they were like, so how, explain to me how you have these Bentleys, here's your your daughter's Instagram post, like, with a Ferrari and a Bentley, and he goes, well, I'm friends with the governor, and we have an agreement, and so the attorney goes, well, what's your agreement, and the guy goes, well, um, uh, I, he, I'm allowed to, to hold these Bentleys in my garage, because he's going to donate a, because I'm going to, they're going to create an engineering school f- under my name. And the attorney says, well, what's in it for the state? Like, I don't understand. You're going to be. And so he just starts making this up on the flight. And he goes, well, it's going to be the Bikram Engineering School of Bentleys. So we're. <laughs> so, so like he's just unraveling, going into these lies. Um, and then it was like after that court date, he fled disappeared and all the women were like we knew like for sure you know and there was nothing that the government can do because he wasn't necessarily convicted it was still kind of going through the process Mm -hmm. and they were all like you know what i will not be surprised if he develops another sort of cult-like school in another country and just rebounds and sure enough as of like 2019 he's in mexico and he has the Bikram Studios in Bikram Yoga in Mexico. Is he, he, so he's not wanted then at this moment legally, right? No, All no. Right, there's so something like, like within the due process, Mexico. yeah, that he can't be extradited. And but if he comes back to the states, we're gonna kick his ass. <laughs> you know, they can. It sounds a lot like Donald Trump. Yeah, unraveling to saying shit out. It works. Let me try to find a clip because the guy is hysterical. <laughs> of uh, Vikram MC, Lura Krishna in the Vikram MC. I thought it was Vikram. All right, let's see. Uh, yogi guru, guru Predator. All right, this is probably just the this trailer. This is happening in Beverly Hills. There's a yoga college of India, and the man who runs it is Yogi Vikram. You've never really done yoga until you've done a Vikram class. With millions in the bank and millions of followers, Vikram is doing something right. People would say, what's he like? And I would say, he sees himself as a cross between Mother Teresa and Howard Stern. He was a teacher who was going to make me perfect. He saw potential in you that you might not see. But he has a really ugly side. He looked at me and said, suck that fat stomach in. I don't like to see the jiggle jiggle. <laughs> getting inside of our brains. I'm going to start with the last drop of blood you have. How could smart women endure weeks with this guy? I'd seen flashes of megalomania, but I didn't know how diabolical he actually was. Don't look so sad. He kept telling me that he wanted to make me famous and that I just had to stay close with him. That's why I am here. 
Bikram called me out of class and into his office, and he said, what you are we going to do about pussy. us? Should we make this a relationship? And it was just like, oh, my God. I don't want to say that I was brainwashed, but that's what was happening. There was a camp that was going to hang him by his nails. And there was a camp that was saying these girls Looks asked Looks like for Jimmy flies snooker. Really yeah. Holy yeah. shit, he does. It wouldn't be the person who I am today without him. The young women who want to believe in something so badly, those are the people that he targets. A lot of people tell a lot of stories, and that becomes their truth. I'm happy he's still teaching class. You are not intelligent, wise, experienced enough to understand who I am. It's not over. That's right. Warm your pussies up with Bikram Yoga Guru Predator. Was it good? Um, you enjoyed it? Yeah, it was great. It was great. The guy is a character. Nice. He's a character. Is that what you watch in your free time? Documentaries? That's all I watch. I, yeah, really? I do, I yeah. Mean, I do it all the time, too. We just watched a great one on New York City Punk. Three-hour documentaries. Nice. Go down to Amazon. It'll, it can send you down rabbit holes. Oh, like, yeah, they have a lot of shit, it too. It was really cool. It like started with the Velvet Underground. It was just all about the 70s, from the Velvets to basically the end of CBGBs, and it was pretty in-depth. It was, it was. What's this called? I think it was just Punk New York City or yeah. something like that, and there was a quote at the beginning that kind of made sense. It said, uh, I forgot who said it. It was one of those guys, but all modern music starts with the Velvet Underground. I'm like, Shit, wow. that makes kind of sense a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But it was that was a really good one. The music documentaries I could watch. I throw so many like things into like what is it called on Netflix? Your cart or oh, uh, the must watch list, watch list yeah. thing? And I don't think I ever watch it, except for the hip hip hop evolution. I was just gonna say that's what queued up after this, and so I watched the three se- two seasons of the hip hop. They just did it. I think so the good. new one just I came think, out, didn't I think, it? Yeah. Did it? Uh, I, I, I stopped think when it got to Atlanta. I was like, uh, I'm not interested. I just, that was the last episode that I was going to see. But I don't know what's on this one, but. All the stuff from New York is fucking fascinating. I yeah. love yeah. that shit. But it's a great one. As soon as I got down south, I started to, it just didn't interest me. Those people weren't my, my genre. Mm. But uh, yeah, the, there's three seasons of that, isn't there? I, I think, think they're, they're on just, the fourth. I think they yeah. just the put the fourth up. Oh, I gotta check that out then because the uh, the first season was clearly the best though. I I love that stuff. I don't know when I jump around though. Season like, five. I don't think I watch them in order because I watched one with uh was the New York one. There was one with uh like all the New York underground ones. Yeah, there's four oh. seasons. Yeah, the, the one with uh with the uh, Black Moon and. And yeah. uh, most deaf, yeah, whatever most out, deaf out on the yeah. yeah, that one was cool. That's the I think that was one of the last seasons, wasn't it? I don't, the, the first one I, I ran into just when it came out, I just happened to see it and I'm like, oh yeah, and it was like a four episode thing about Chris. You, you actually recommended this a while ago, I remember. Um, I think you were probably one of the first ones to see it. Yeah, I d- it's the only one I really watch. I think I don't. Oh, it's there's too much shit. Yeah, I, there's too much stuff to watch. I, never I saw the first watch. one when it came out, and then then I didn't realize I went back to it, and there was two other seasons. I'm like, holy shit! Yep. Yeah. I don't remember them mentioning the Beastie Boys at all, though. Did they? I, I haven't come across it. Uh, we're yeah, shocked, and that's what made me want to. 
kind of explore it because you know it's four seasons in so you know you can choose the episode so i was just like okay i'm just gonna go right to the beastie boys one and i didn't see it yeah i I don't think they did it yeah but then again i don't watch them in order like i jump around like there's probably ones i didn't watch but like i jump around to anyone that i like have interest in like i just saw like the house of pain was that a was that a pun (laughs) good job chris (laughs) no uh, I don't know. I think I saw the one with uh, what you who'd you mention before? Oh, Atlanta was a what was it? Was it Outcast and stuff? Uh, you yeah, Outcast doesn't bother. Yeah, I don't know if it was. I thought it was something of Master P. Goody Mob, Louisiana. It wasn't Master P down in like he was from the south somewhere. I think yeah, they put him like up there, Houston or I don't know. It just uh, clearly, I'm trying and I'm getting better with some of the stuff that's out today. Like I know what I like and. Some of the uh, some of the stuff as you got to the early do you like out, do you story. like Outcast? I yeah, don't mean I like, like I, fucking hey Yeah, I I, <laughs> I like some of their stuff. I do. I don't get crazy for it though. I've I've had their a earlier of their, their earlier stuff's good, but you know you have to. They have such like they all their songs have hooks. Yeah, it, everything you know like, like big sing along hooks. I think we went around with that like the mumbling and shit like that that happened more recently. There's a lot of stuff yeah. that I just and the. You know, it's the boom bap fucking stuff that we grew yeah. up with that I still gravitate towards. There's a lot of shit that comes on that I'm like, I just it just doesn't motivate me to listen to it again. This was yeah. my first Outcast song. I remember yeah. distinctly the day that I heard this. Yeah, we were in Hoboken and there was a snowstorm and I, Sean, we were, we were just bouncing around, but we were in a cab mm. and this song came on and it was like the perfect time of night. Oh like, yeah. Sean and his Seanness, yeah. like just hearing this song, and so for the next forty-eight hours, that's all you listen to. That's all we did. Like, it's a great sorry, song. Sorry, Miss Johnny. Yeah. It's just played so long. Yeah, I had never heard anything like this before either. Yeah. You know, it was just so unique. But Andre, Andre 3000 spent quite some time in, in Philadelphia here recently just walking around with this flute thing like the really? didgeridoo. What? Why is he doing that? I don't know, but it's like he's popping up in all these cities like and he has like he wears the same overalls and he just wa- he was just walking the city with this big wooden flute thing and it mu- I think it was because that Jason Siegel mm-hmm. show that will be that was being filmed all summer. Mm-hmm. He's in that. I don't know the name of it, but I think that's you saw part. it. Yeah. I didn't, but ha- half my colleagues saw him. Like I, you saw him at Mitchell Mitchell and Ness. Like <laughs> he was all over social media throughout Philly. But they were just like, yeah, if you see Andre three thousand, expect to see his flute and try He's to pretty talk great. To him. I wish he did something again. Like I don't, I don't know. I don't it's know. If, I don't know if Big Boy does his own shit right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't know either. What was the one that the double album that they did with uh, Stanktopia or something? Yeah, <laughs> where, where, like they each did a side, I think, or like an album. Was, I was don't know. The, the, what the last one? It, this uh, this had to be like early two thousands, I think, somewhere in that in that range. I don't see. I don't know that much about them. I do. Stank I do enjoy no, them a little bit. Speaker box. Yeah, that's it. Speaker box. I think. And the love the, below. Yep, right? that's yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. There's some crazy shit on that. That's the, the last I remember hearing from him. How many records they got in there? It's clear like one half is is Big Boy, the other yeah. half is Andre. Yeah. The Andre stuff is definitely a little more. Uh, Ain't nobody, nobody. 
brush it so clean, clean. <laughs> I think he, um, I think he really never liked rapping or something. Like, yeah, he, you know, a, he, yeah, a lot was, of his stuff was very strange. It was cool. Yeah, Andre, yeah, yeah. I thought I heard something about like he wasn't, he wasn't very comfortable in doing it, even though he was good at it. Like, it wasn't like a real interest of his. Yeah, he started to go off into like crazy, fucking, uh, you know, like uh, different types of music, and Big Boy just seemed like he was straight rap the whole yeah. time. So. It, he had some I like this. Too. Can you play this? Uh, let's see. It's the album. Is it Eight Aliens? Eight Aliens. But it's um, Eight Aliens. Elevators. But this this is kind of cool. They were weird as shit. I think when this came out, I obviously what, didn't listen to this when they came out in ninety six. But they were supposedly like weird as fuck. This is when we were into like. Yeah, that's a like. Some of the last albums I got were 96. Old National got the skanks. Everybody. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Well, it's the M.I. Cricket letter. Ain't no one better. And when I'm on the microphone, it's a little different than, like, than Miss Jackson. Although Bombs Over Baghdad is a great song. Dude, I remember when, um, I remember when, uh, that came out, that album, you were fucking, I remember being, like, drinking at night and shit, and we I think we were at, um, Bill's Sisters, and it was, like, for some reason, it's like engraved in my brain, you being really fucking drunk and just standing on a table or chair or a couch and twerking to this. <laughs> I swear. Probably when twerk really hit the sea. We were big that was like fucking, last year. We were big fucking big Italian Greek ass twerking and twerking and twerking. <laughs> wow. I usually remember a lot of things, and that is not one of them. Oh, maybe I made it up. Maybe I'm That's just okay. I'll run with of you. <laughs> no, it's fucking real, man. I remember. What was the name of this album? You actually twerked on the bomb. Stankonia. Yeah. You, 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 you were twerking on the hook. All right. You want me to do it now? Yeah. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, coming up. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, right here. This is when you were twerking. <laughs> yeah. All right, maybe I did. Yeah, hell yeah, you did. Spilling beer while he's doing it. Yeah. All right, guys. Jim's twerking again. Twerking. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, there's, that's kind of when I started to check out a little bit on hip hop, on new stuff anyway. When I got to when I twerked and I uh, ruined it for everyone. Uh, just at that time period, yeah, I didn't remember seeing you twerk. I can believe it. I can picture it, but I, I didn't see it. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> I'm sure I did. <laughs> I uh, I remember, I remember racing friend X. Yeah. In a in a running race one time. Yeah, that was uh, after a long night because he claimed that he could beat me in a race, and then he said, I think it was like. He even gave me a head start. And he's like, oh, yeah, I can beat you. I'm like, so you're, what you're saying is 
you're going to give me a five minute head start, and it was running from Diane's house to the Wellington piece. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I don't that that that's was a, a pretty, pretty good that's distance. That's it was far. a good distance. Like I remember, like a mile and a half, maybe being gassed because I was on a full sprint, and like halfway, I'm like, damn, this is far. <laughs> but anyway, I smoked them. Like it wasn't even yeah, that was it, it wasn't even fair. But then I think. He got in a car. Yeah, that's what, because I was, I think I was driving. I don't, I was there. I was watching because you, we were all at the, the starting line. You take off and then whoever the hell else was in it. I mean, you and friend X were running and I was in the car behind just laughing my ass off because. So he, stupid. And he's a, a distance runner, but I think it was at the all time, maybe lower point of his. Physical. And I was, yeah, this was when and I you was. Were, you were working out. Big, he's, he big was, Guido Jim. He was know? a long distance runner for, you mean, yeah. before that and now. Yeah, like, uh, but you—he's just jogging at this pace, and just you just kept going at this pace, like kept it even, and he died out, got in a car, and then jumped in front of you, and you <laughs> ran after, like ran him <laughs> off the road, and just kept running. <laughs> oh man! I think I could beat you in a race. I don't think that's possible. not a not a short race, not like a like if for like a mile and a half to two okay. miles. Set it up. We'll okay. the can, we run, can we go from the same house and do the same race again? I would love to do that. And we'll go, is a Wellington house still standing? Yeah, it's there. There's All a right. few houses around it. But I, I think, well, I guess with, uh, I mean, there's a built-in studio. I was going to say Diane's house deserves a podcast. Well, the, Brent has invited us many times. He said we can come in. He's like, I'll walk away. I'll sit in, whatever this you want. This is our friend that does the 15, 15, 15? Yeah, 1540 podcast. So why don't you, I'm going to step away to the restroom. Why don't you guys talk about the Spanish mansion the sp- is what we called it. Yeah, the Sp- well, I mean, that, that deserves a shout out. Certainly uh, welcome there and encouraged to, so we can certainly make this an event where you race. <laughs> yeah, I would race them. See, race. I don't, don't know if I would want to race them. Like, I feel like if we are on the same path, he'll fucking really amp up his, because com- he's oh, like, because he's like done yeah. competitive sports and played a baseball in like college. In so I feel like, like, yeah, I feel like knowing him, he, if I was to race down blocks and blocks with him right next to him, even if he is beat up and like he knows he's going to lose, yeah. he would fucking fire into competitive mode and be like trying to race me. I was thinking like, I'll go a different path, yeah, but, but we can distance. time out the distance and then we could go solo yeah. and see who shows we up to do- the mailbox of that house that we're talking about first. No. The About thing, a mile and a half, I'd imagine. We, what we really would need to do is just find the center point of that block and you can go down, he can go down Parkview, and you can go down Oakdale. Yeah. And go like that, and you wouldn't even yes. see each other. Like, yeah, So, because I want an honest race from him. Like, not him just li- literally his heart is going to explode from, you know, whatever. Like, um, and then just, I, w- I would like to just all of a sudden me stand, be standing at the mailbox and then him fucking walking down, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Squeezing. I, I feel like with him, he'd be squeezing his, like, all the things he was trained in school, like I have a cramp, pinch it while you're running, you that mean, kind of if thing. If he can't see you, like, like he's yes, yeah. like if he's do- doing that, he's gonna do all the dumb shit that but he's gonna be like huffing and puffing. But if he sees you, the rocky fucking shit will kick in. Yeah. So, Jim, this is what I'm thinking. Okay. I don't want to race you straight up from that house that we're mentioning okay. to the Wellington house, which is a random house that you guys used to live in. If yeah. no one has caught on to that, and I was thinking we would time out the 
the path and I would take a different route there. Okay. Because I, if I run with you, even if you're like in death mode and want to die, you would still, because you are a competitive asshole, would fucking <laughs> pick it up and just fight through it until no your body wants to die. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not letting you beat me. Well, if you you don't know the pace I'm at and I don't know your pace, that would make it interesting if we're kind of running in a different thing. So and then we, see, so I plan on being at the mailbox waiting for you while you're like running up, like pinching your sides from your Charlie horse and uh, everything else you got going on. I'd imagine you're going to be vomiting halfway through. <laughs> Why me? And I'm I'm already going to be smoking I told my you, I climb trees like a monkey and shit. <laughs> Yeah, I have like a weird body. It, it doesn't translate into running. Do I don't know? think I can. I'm not fast. Let me explain. I don't think I can't I've r- ever seen you run. I have. And yeah. what's that like? Well, there was the specific time you could do this tactic, which would guarantee you a win. Do you remember doing relay races back in like 88 down the street? Uh, no. Completely <laughs> fucking naked except for sneakers. Chris, you don't on. remember? Oh, Wait, I what? Do that. I swear to God. Oh. We're, we're fucking, I was racing I Chris down 2nd Avenue and we're running and Chris was running naked. <laughs> nothing but sneakers in the middle of the fucking day. Like, you weren't like looking. I, I looked, oh, no, but I remember, I, I remember running, we're running and I looked over <laughs> and fucking started dying laughing. That's and then at that moment. I took my pants off. At this moment. Oh no! Yeah, I don't. I don't think I saw him line up like that. No, I don't you were. You were for whatever reason. I think I had a plan that you were gonna see. Maybe I had you like go up a little further. I don't remember what it but was. But whatever it was, like you were. You were like a good distance in front of me. And then I, I planned on you having to look over at I one did, point, I, just out of your peripheral. I looked <laughs> over, and then he was. Because I think it, I think at that point you, you lined up and did it again, but just start like at the first time that happened. The was time, that I think straight up lined, on the road? Yeah, it was right in front of Damn, the Seeky's house. Because remember, I don't know how I wasn't locked we're up. We're running down the street. <laughs> we're running past my house, and Monkey Lady's on the right. We're running, and I'm looking over at laughing. Wait, this, what's Monk? Who's Monkey Lady? This fucking woman who looked like a spider monkey that lived across the street from our house. She was white. She was white. No, she, she, yes, yeah, she. Hi, <laughs> this is I Rob. Think that she was a white woman, but she has gangly fucking arms and legs, and she just looked like like a. We called her Monkey Lady, and uh, but anyway, I'm the first race. Yes, I think if I remember correctly, I looked over and it was like, holy shit! And I just started laughing, and I, <laughs> and he went running by me. And I think we lined up again, and this time you were out there, like while we're lining up, but you were balls naked, and we started running. Did I do the sprint pose yeah, too? First, we're running down the we're running down the street, like after the Armarkey gets set go, and this guy I happen to know very well now. I I ended up working for him, but he was friends with the Seekies, and he would stop over there, like. Uh, so you were waiting for around. a high. This we're, is Rob we're, again. We're running, and he, this guy. <laughs> we see this guy's truck turn the corner, and he's driving down second towards us. And I don't know. If, I think we both ran in the woods. <laughs> I ran because I didn't know what to, to do. Well, if I'm going to do it, I think I only wanted you guys to see. <laughs> not this guy who turned the corner was just going to his friend's house. Like, why is this dude naked running down? The, and it's not even like he's running from something. They're racing. Like you can I see. like that you have defined it as the 88 relays. Well, because we just, I think it was, uh, maybe it was the summer of 88, 89, 89 I think, because we just moved there. It was like spring. I hadn't even been there a year yet. And we, uh, is this so- normal boyhood activity, would you suggest, Jim? Uh, it I was, forgot about I, this story. Maybe I blocked it out of I my brain. I just thought about you racing him, <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit. No, I'll keep my clothes on for this one. I don't know. A naked race could make it, you know, pretty appealing. 
I know. But through Pine Lake Park. Just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just two 40-year-old men just yeah. <laughs> yeah. naked. Yeah. That, was, that was funny as shit. All right, I'll take that bet. What's the wager? I don't know. It has to be better than just putting like our other shitty one that was just like wear a cowboy shirt around. Okay. Here. All right. Well, let's tie this in then. So the loser mm-hmm. has to then walk back to the starting line naked. That's a far walk. We would be arrested. It's All like right. an hour. Okay. It's, okay. It's a, so you have that's to. That's like a forty-five minute walk through a neighborhood. Watching a fourteen-year-old kid right. do it. Everybody would call the cops on us. Walk around the house. So whose house? The end point. The Wellington house. Where? Somebody <laughs> lives there. I mean, that's. Do you want to lose that bet? I mean, what else is going to motivate you? Well, because I, mean, I, I know I don't I'm not go losing. To jail for, that's something that's like that's <laughs> like hard. The, I wouldn't be able to do the next episode. Wow, I'd probably be still be in jail. This will be a, okay. What do you call it? A callback? A turnaround? What did you say? Circle back. A circle back. Yeah. This yeah. this whole episode could be a circle back. Getting arrested, yeah. running naked. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to look to get arrested. All right, then you have to do the next show in your underwear. Okay. All right. I wear skin like these like tight <laughs> underwear though. Four way stretch. I don't know what they're called. So they're that, like so, they're, so they're tidy ones. So. That's that's the next level. So I'll let you know. I'm I'm not going to do it. But Lululemon sells thirty five dollar underwear. Uh, did, yeah. Why you can't? Could see you the imagine underwear? forty dollar underwear? Thirty five dollar. No. no. Do you buy the that? De- no, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, you can make fun of me if I ever do this. <clears throat> I will give you full. I say this, but maybe girls like that on men. Do you think girls like I, like it like the way you know no. like? Well, maybe you never if see you're like single in your twenties and you're shopping like a new like a first time encounter. But well, like, guys are slobs. Like guys don't like guys will just go out and be like, "Yo, this underwear is fucking fine," and yeah, it's like fucking exactly you know, like we said, Walmart, Target, uh-uh. fucking any old fucking thing. If it's like says it's five dollars off, you're like, "That's cool." Yeah, like, yeah. but. Girls don't do that, do they? Because girls don't slob it up. No, I think they do. I think they all have like the comfortable, I don't give a shit underwear, and then they have a separate. Rob, what kind of underwear do you wear? I switch it. I I still, most of the time, go boxers. Yeah. I don't do boxers. I like You want to see what I have? And then boxer briefs from time to time. But I don't even know what material is. Don't laugh at me. I cannot stand wearing. No, are you going to fucking put this on Facebook? Yeah, why not? Facebook. Facebook, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> come on, Chris, you run social media. What? Oh, Chris is showing us his underwear. What is this? Boxer briefs, right? No, they're like tight. Oh, those are long. Yeah, but they're like, they're kind of like skin, like yeah, all the way, like they're tight, what, tight. Isn't that what a boxer brief they're is? They're kind of like spandexy. Yeah, four way stretch. Those are like my sweatpants. I'm. Those look like sliding so I shorts. Just, I can sit. I have, <laughs> <laughs> wow, so those are long. They look like they're comfy. <clears throat> Hold you on. know why it's not? It's for it's just for like my day. Those I can't wear those in the summer though, man. They start to sweat up. I no, these are th- these don't make you sweat. What are boxer briefs then? Am and I boxers wrong? like as a they're dude, short. That's what I wear. But they're, they're shorter ones like that though, right? They're like that, but they're shorter. They yeah. just go to your mid thigh. They're not, not the tiny ways that go up around your fucking no. crotch. They go around no. your leg like span. Yeah, I like to I think these are too, sexy. Yeah. I'm sure they are. They're a little long. <laughs> they look like they're silky, but they're not. They're long, though. They're like sliding shorts. That's what we would wear under our baseball uniform. Right, I'll show you the whole thing. Do you right. care? <laughs> Do I care? No, this is going. You run social media, Chris. All right, oh, there. no, I'm not putting this on the oh, story. Wow, they really are long. They're like, they are like fucking spandex. Was there, you remember biker shorts they're back They're way comfortable. I don't 80s? even know what brand or material this is or what you would call it. Rob, these. go check his 
the brand name. On his underwear? Yeah. They're fruit of the looms. Yeah. <laughs> Go check them. Let me look fruit inside of your the fucking loom. underwear. Chris, turn around. <laughs> let, let Rob check your underwear. I'm still sitting in my underwear look, on like, these wicker chairs. Like, All yeah, right, so, so clearly how? this is not incentive enough no, to win the race because you're comfortable in your underwear. Yeah, I mean, right. Rob just told a story I forgot about that I uh, ran down the street naked, <laughs> so I guess I don't have a problem. <laughs> I don't All know. right, so, okay. So did you guys talk about the, the Spanish No, mansion? we talked. We, right. we actually were I talking about the... I was game planning my maybe race. Maybe if, we, if right. we can call up the Spanish mansion and book a time and do this thing for real, and right, then we'll we can talk. That. We can give the whole background on the Spanish mansion then if you want, or do you, want, you feel like you want to go into it no, now? No, no, we don't have to do it now. We're actually almost near our time, but... I, I do. The Spanish mansion was Diane's house. So once everyone graduated away from the Wellington house, Diane took the the torch, so to speak, and and housed all of the parties and all of the friends from from there forward. And uh, a lot of our hijinks and you know fun nights happened there. Yeah. So it was the dedicated house on a Friday and Saturday night that you would go in your low what. Um, into your teens, into your twenties, and just go. <laughs> I and think we hang that. and drink, and we rode play that games. close as we could to our thirties, almost right. I think. Well, yes, we yeah. just did it forever. Yeah, yeah, there was some good times. All right, well, uh, we're gonna we're gonna end the show on this bet. So Chris and I are going into a foot race, and, and do so you agree on on? All right, let me ask: Do you agree that we should go on different paths, or do you want to straight up just like a race next to me? As long as the paths are of equal yes. distance, it's yeah. real easy. It's a great because we'll then, start you, then you could do whatever you have to do. If like for real, I can like or you stop for a minute and be like, oh, I gotta catch my breath or something. Uh, but then fucking ball book it like another, you know, ten blocks. So it, it's someone's gonna fucking arrest us just for fucking sprinting down the road as men. In jeans? No, uh, see, I'll be in sweatpants. Oh yeah, see I that? forgot you wear sweats all the time. Leg up. Shit. Always thinking a, a step ahead, Christian. Well, all right. I step plan ahead. on standing at that mailbox waiting for you. <laughs> Dan, uh, friend X thought the same thing. <laughs> he thought I, the look, same I'm thing. I'm not fast. I have to admit, I'm not fast. So this is only a mile and a half. No, you but have I'm to good. Be fast I'm to finish. No, I think I'm fast long distance. So is a mile and a half fast, long? could be fast long distance and yeah. not like a quick sure, sprinter. I agree. But is a mile and a half long to you? Because I can sprint that. You can sprint I'm, that? I am of peak physical performance. This is why, <laughs> this is why I would like to do different paths. Because I said when you were out uh-huh. going to the bathroom to Rob, that I feel like if you were running next to me, you would fucking call up all your uh, adolescent competitive instincts would come boiling up. And you would, even if you were in mid-stroke, heart, heart attack, anything, you would push it until you were dead. That's true. I, w- yeah. I will do that no matter what, even if on a different route. I'm not losing this. Uh, I, I'd rather take a different route. Okay. And see who's standing at the well, mailbox because you, first. I, I can already sense the conspiring of cheating right now. What are you th- I'm not going to take a, get a fucking Uber. <laughs> <laughs> get a moped, skateboard. <laughs> yeah. You're going to take your son's scooter. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did, I did use that once. All right. Well, All right. So you've heard it here. Does um, this need to be, uh, is, is it temperature sensitive? Does it matter? Well, let's do it when it's like spring. I'll race you in the heat. I'll race you in the <laughs> snow. Your ass is mine. <laughs> we'll do it in the spring or something. Because then it could be 
th- we'll, we'll coordinate it to like get back there and hang out with them at that house. I don't know. I, Why don't we do it sooner Smash than Man, later? And Man this Man way Man. we can have a lo- an o- OC podcast for you and you don't have to make the trip. See how much I, I empathize with you and yeah. try to accommodate you, Chris? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Robbie. Uh, you're, you're up for the exit song. Uh, just hit me. Gomez, get myself arrested. Just oh, to, uh, nice. That nice ties in nicely with episode. this. All time. This favorite. reminds me of being at that time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it definitely was. What a, this was a fantastic show if you ever get to see them live. This I don't know album is really fucking good. It's I think really it was all recorded on a four track Yeah, I think that, yeah, I remember hearing that, uh, the second one was good too, but this one was the best. It definitely was like lo-fi, but they kill it. And this dude's voice is ridiculous. He yeah. doesn't sing this one though. No, he does the. Uh, you hear him at the end. He's uh, in the okay. chorus, but he, he takes over the chorus at the end. Yeah. The last chorus. He's the bigger voice. Is Gomez know. still around? Or I think I don't know. I don't know. They are. I think they are. I think they're on a hiatus. But this guy, uh, the singer. The, there's multiple singers in the band, but the one guy is distinctly different. He's yeah, sound right. his voice is like a fucking. So not only ball. was this Britpop indie, but this was like the indie of the indie. Yeah, like Gomez never hit critical acclaim. No. And I think they were kind of outside. I think they the were Brit critically ex- uh, respected, though. Yeah, among like all cult them. following, and a lot of their yeah. songs ended up on like network TV shows too. Right, like soundtrack. Yeah, you find yeah. like no one would know who it was. I'm like, holy shit, this is Gomez. On, um, but this, uh, I think the the one the. The monster guy, as we call him, with his fucking voice, <laughs> Ben Otwell. Uh, I think he has I some solo shit, too. I don't too. think I ever knew any of their names. All right, so we are going to leave you with Gomez. Get myself arrested. Tell your friends Perfect. about us. Goodbye. Got some
Yeah. 